Welcome back to Factory Sealed. It is August 30th, 2020. My name is Eric Peters and joining me today, Mr. Tom Raggin. Oh, shit. Here we go again. Hey, Tom. Hey, son. We got Mr. It's going. We got Mr. Dan Curtis. Hello. Hi, Dan. Yeah, all right. I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. Let's find out how Mr. Mike Tyson's doing. Nobody yeah, cares I'm about all right. Him. Surrounded by you idiots as always. You don't have some elaborate intro to the show this week? Oh, no, sorry, I didn't, didn't play, play the game, <laughs> did I? So. <laughs> you could have just said a bunch I'm, of really confusing shit and it would have matched up perfectly. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> there you go. I hear no that difference to how he normally speaks. Yeah. <laughs> the voice acting back, was Tom, about as good, too. Yeah, welcome back, I think Tom. This is the, yeah, this oh, is, yeah, I think this is the first Thanks. time we've all been on in ages. It's been a little while, hasn't it? No, we've kind of like, had a bit of a weird summer. Yeah. It's been a while since our last podcast. It's been a while. Yeah. Somebody stop him. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> If you could just put a mute on that track at that point, Eric, that would be great. Thanks. Well, I'm pretty sure I talked over Eric's intro, so uh, he's going to have to mute me there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to mute your whole track this how's, week. Um, how's a move gone? Oh, You've my. moved over the last month, right? Yep, yep. It's yep. it's been a it's been a thing. Finally got good Done internet. Now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I advanced through Headernet in a very short <laughs> period of time. It's not to be fair. Your internet last time was in teeth shining through the darkness. <laughs> I could get some sort of really old nineteen ninety seven like two forty p or two forty i webcam and just go pick. Seriously, though, what toothpaste are you using, mate? Because them are some pearly whites. I tell you, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I use charcoal. What <laughs> just actual charcoal? Just actual briquettes. Go out there and just, <laughs> just grind it away. Oh. Eric's internet last time was an insult to the Hetanet, to be honest. Oh, it was bad. Yeah, it was. But we finally have we finally have good internet, and uh, I spent an unnecessary amount of time trying to run an Ethernet cable from my office to the living room downstairs and cut an unhealthy amount of holes in the ceiling just to run a cable twelve feet. But I got there in the end, and it required having Christy stand on a ladder and cram her arm all the way up into the ceiling to find some stupid little fish tape that I had run somewhere. And Did you think about putting, like, a blamange up there to scare her? She put her hand up, and there's something like soft and... <laughs> blamange. What is that? You know, blamange. You know what? I don't actually know what a blamange is. It's, a, it's, ba- it's basically a French jelly. It's like a it's like a pinky pink. I know dessert. it's kind of yeah. I knew it was kind of wiggly and soft. Like there we go. It's really uh, nice. Blamange like is delight. a sweet dessert commonly made no. with milk or cream and sugar, thickened with rice flour, gelatin, cornstarch, or Irish moss. It's a really old dessert. It Irish tastes moss tastes like crap because it doesn't there have much go. sugar in it. You guys over there don't like your sugar. No, it's really good. Seriously, you told me Turkish there delights go. were good, and those aren't. Oh, those are so good. No, they're not. They're not, they're not the awful. Awesome. They are just hideous. I really like they're they're I mean, there's a reason they've been around for, you know, decades, you know. Yeah, well, because um, the peasants over there are like, we'll take what we can get. The peasants. 
Uh, here you go, Eric. I'll send you a link. We're still in feudal times. Well, Ethan congealed mud with a bit of blood on it. What? Mm. Anything for the queen? <laughs> oh, queenie. <laughs> Save the sugar for her. <laughs> yes, queen, can I have another? How have we got from Blamange to the queen? Who knows? <laughs> we need an editor. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, the move the move sucks. I don't ever want to move again. I'm going to die in this house. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I friggin' hate moving. I hope you chose the right one. <laughs> I didn't. But no, my, my game room is, is, is done. The shelves are up. I don't ever want to really? build gaming room a, shelves again. I can't see anything behind you, though. This isn't my game room. This is my <laughs> office. <laughs> That's right, Tom's, yeah, done. But nothing Tom's not on Facebook anymore, so he didn't see it. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, I have I a full... Put, I haven't even given you guys a full tour of the house yet, have isn't I? Isn't that... You put it on Facebook before you tell tell your buddies. I did. I sent it to you guys, and for some reason, there's like a two-week period of time where I would send something to the group, and it would just get fucking ignored. No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. You, you, didn't, you didn't send us the finished thing. You were constantly sending us for our opinion on stuff, and we were like, well, insert Alan Partridge shrug gif here. It, it, which because is why like, well, I didn't to you. send you the final result. Like, well, these guys don't fucking uh. care. Well, no, I I'll cared. Just, I just had I'll, no... They, I'll send them Whatever the I suggested you wouldn't have listened to anyway. the final thing. <laughs> no. I'll send you guys the blueprints of what I'm going to do, but when I finish it, nah. Nope. Nothing. Yeah, because you guys I didn't feel, give I feel like two shits. I, I did. You said, how does this look? And I said, I don't know because I can't see the room properly. And then you decided that that meant we didn't care. And then we went from there. I cared. I just don't we still haven't always communicate very well in words. God, you're so needy, Eric. God. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> this turned south quick. <laughs> please, please love my gaming room. Please. <laughs> I think 90% of the shite we send each other on WhatsApp gets ignored, so just don't take it personally. <laughs> That's only the stuff that Mike sends. Oh, oh look, yeah, Mike, my favourite this, this week. this morning, bless him, did a big rant about Avengers and nobody bothered. <laughs> Right. That's a good point. My favorite one from this week was positive um, at some point in there he was going to mention Xbox or Game Pass. I'm like, oh, uh, right. skip this. My favorite one from this week was the night before Gamescom opening night live was on. I said, oh, yeah, there's a Gamescom opening night live thing tomorrow night. It's going to be two hours, yada, yada, yada. Then the following night, any of you guys watching, Eric goes, it's two hours. It's going to be two hours long, apparently. Jesus. I was like, <laughs> I said this last night. It's going to be Mike, do you anyway, spend, I can't like, the, talk the, about the Xbox and Game Pass. I've thrown my Xbox out. Mike, the time <laughs> period between shows, do you just basically spend raging at your phone when we don't answer you? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> but yeah, I've thrown my Xbox out, so... Uh, Good for you. I'm glad you finally have come around. I feel like you haven't quite mastered putting it in the bin properly. <laughs> <laughs> Pudging by the phone. Pat, this is the guy that you live with in no college. You it. can't figure out how to throw a pizza box away. And he's like, I'm just going to set this shit here. Flashback flashback 31 years or so where Mike's uh, learning how to put shapes into uh, those block things. <laughs> it's okay, why Mrs. Tyson. Why won't the circle go in the square? Why? <laughs> It's okay, Mr. Constantly Tyson. Told us he'll no games he'll, he'll so succeed in other it? areas. <laughs> yeah. 
What did you guys have a brain, what he lacks in brain cells? He makes up for in hair. Did you guys ever have a, a college roommate who just couldn't fucking figure out how to do anything with the garbage? Because I lived with a bunch of guys, and we had a rule in the kitchen where you would just stack the garbage as high as you could, and then whoever stacked something and caused it to fall over would have to be the one to take it out. <laughs> yeah, that was the rule in our house too. <laughs> it's just like garbage jenga. Bin Jenga, yeah. <laughs> so it would get, you'd start to get really kind of uh, tricky with it and just put some really heavy shit in a precarious position so that the next time somebody would put something on there, it would fall over. <laughs> just start stapling shit to the side. Fuck yeah. The problem is everyone got so good at it that it ended up just absolutely reeking in that kitchen. It wouldn't just be pizza boxes, it would be raw chicken. Oh, fucking God. <sighs> I think that's an unwritten rule. You just take that shit out immediately. Nope. Not unless it falls to the ground. <laughs> we lived in such a shithole. I actually come to... This is a house I lived in with Ben Schrader. And uh, come to find out that house, that, that little complex got condemned about three years after we moved out. It was so fucking bad. We would throw parties in there and people would like just punch holes in the walls and... <laughs> Oh, and that's where you got your hole in the wall. <laughs> it, may, it, it may have been. We were screwing around one time and a buddy tripped and fell into the wall so hard that it actually put a hole in it next to the next to the closet. And it just kind of became this thing to not open the closet door, but to go through the hole in the wall next to it to get whatever you needed out of the closet. And it just gradually got bigger and bigger. <laughs> well, yeah. Speaking of, I, I we had a, a friend over like, it was a while ago now, but I haven't told this story. But I, um, we showed her Beat Saber for the first time. Uh-oh. And she was kind of freaking out because she'd never been in VR. So when all the blocks are coming towards you, she's just like flailing and going crazy. Anyway. She fell she off then, the balcony. No, no. <laughs> she walks She walks close to the balcony and then like struck the, dry, the, the wall. And it's like full on dented the wall. I don't know what these walls are made out of. Like rice paper? paper. It, honestly, it's completely like dented in like a large dent i've had to fill with, it sand with paint the over soft again. part of the move control just from just from the the, the um because the, the psvr has uh the move controllers have that ball it's like a rubber ball i was yeah, so surprised bit. that it was able to dent a wall like that good lord <laughs> really it's so soft and squidgy as well i know didn't but realize just, you'd bought the special edition concrete controllers I think, yeah Navigation yeah, controller. Tom's, Tom's got the special weighted controller, so he really feels the burn when he's on Beat Server. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just yeah, I don't. It just uh, it shows what they what they build these things out of these days. Get them up <laughs> as quick as you can, as cheap as you can. Charge premium. It's got a thirty second or a three mile warranty. Tell <laughs> yeah. so three miles away or thirty seconds. God damn. But yeah. But uh, we we had um do you remember Joe uh Hazel's nephew um who walked down the aisle uh he's 11 now but he'd never done VR before and he wanted to play it when he was he was over recently and uh <laughs> Hazel was like oh we should put him in in the kitchen demo because we normally t- people oh, have never Jesus. been on VR before we kind of terrify <laughs> with the kitchen demo that's child abuse. we no we kind of joked about it and like oh yeah said, Joe, Joe what do you like with horror stuff and he's like alright it didn't phase him at all like he was in it and then like the bit where um, I can't remember the, the character's name but the, the creepy girl the one who's the main character's girlfriend who's been like possessed and shit and she um, <laughs> when she comes up to him and like tries to stab you and stuff he was just there going oh give us a kiss <laughs> <laughs> like leaning towards her 
<laughs> Didn't phase him at all. That's hilarious. That's a day's lotters. See, it's all right. It's fine. <laughs> what a guy. Yeah. I kind of want to be shitty. I would be filling my pants with Dundee cake. I tell you what. Dundee cake? Oh, Blamon. <laughs> the hell's Dundee cake? Something from Australia? Dundee's in Scotland. Dundee's in Scotland. Hmm. But <laughs> I thought Crocodile Dundee was Australian. I don't think he's Scottish. <laughs> oh, Dundee cake looks nice. It's been a while since I've had that. I don't think I've what ever is, had it, actually. What actually is Dundee cake? Let's have a look. It's this like... Um, Factory Seal Baking Podcast this week. It's like the sort of uh, cake that you'd get on uh, in uh, old coffee, an old mum and pop coffee shop. Oh, that Traditional looks, Scottish that fruit cake with a rich flavour. The cake is often made with <laughs> currants, sultanas and almonds. Sometimes fruit peel may be added Eric's to like, it. We took, all this, we took all this sawdust and we mixed in some blueberries <laughs> and we pressed it and we put we, we put some fingernails on top of it. Listen, where's the chocolate sauce and red, white and blue sprinkles? How many <laughs> slices of this do I need to eat before I get the beatus? <laughs> No sugar, pass. Interesting. <laughs> so on that link, uh, there was like other people also searched for, and there's like another Scottish like cake that's called a black bun, which is essentially a fruit cake but completely surrounded in pastry. So it's like a pie with a cake in it. <laughs> Thanks to the Great British Break Bake Off, baking is so fucking popular in the UK now. God, that looks love- even worse. What, the black bun? Yes! Hey, you know that moldy <laughs> loaf of bread we got? Put some new bread around it. Good as new. Oh, that's, that's what they're doing in either. Scotland is something goes out of date. They just wrap it up in other foods. Holy until... shit, this looks heinous. Oh, Look dude, at it. It's a fruit cake. It's really a fruit nice. cake inside a pie crust, basically. <laughs> Eric, there's a head of whiskey in there. Ooh. Yeah, to, Ooh, make, see to get you drunk enough to to eat it. <laughs> Look, all right, lads. He Look, you're being not so disrespectful pies. right now. Honestly, he's not allowed them. I like cherry. <laughs> I like blueberry. I like razzleberry. Uh, Eric, I what if razzleberry. I gave you a cake and I told you it was made up of simple simple ingredients: flour, salt, cubes of butter, lard, currants, and a bit of whiskey? Interested? Nope, because it's going to be black bun. <laughs> <laughs> I know that trick. <laughs> Someone's had me with it before. <laughs> oh, Burger King have released hmm. black buns in... Uh, in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm interested by all these cakes now. Cranachan? What's wow. that? Cranachan, it's Cranachan, oh, you goon. Halloween whopper. <laughs> Excuse me, Daniel, don't you dare try and get anyone for pronunciation of things on this podcast. <laughs> it is Cornemi. Why have they got a H at the end if it's not Chan? A what? On Cranachan. A H? Yeah. A H. Is it D or T? Cranachan. <laughs> 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 How did we get here? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't even know. Oh, what's a clutie? 
And we've lost Mike oh. anyway. Well, that's not a kink. <laughs> yeah, Mike. Mike's got to spin off into his own sideshow, Scottish Cakes podcast. We'll just <laughs> it's crack a clue. Is a, a clue? Isn't a cake? For some reason, like on other things people search for, it's like it's all cakes and foods, and then there's a clutey, which apparently is a clutey is a strip or piece of cloth, a rag or item of clothing. Sounds like a it can also be really <laughs> derogatory word for a woman's, you know, vagina. Vertical well, yeah, smile. Like, Show us your clutey. Show us it. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, you're finally using that uh, that Yoshi uh, coffee thing, tea thing that you bought down here. Finally, yeah, yeah. they've got some really cool new ones out too. I know, as I saw. What I really like about it in general is Keeps that um, you put freezing cold water in here. 12 hours later, still freezing Wine. cold. Yeah. You put hot tea in there. Wine. Day later, still fucking hot. <laughs> exactly. And has a little tea little tea strainer. I don't know if that's really a You should never strain. If you're straining, you need to go really see a doctor. Me neither. Just, it looks like it could potentially filter things out. Filters my water. From all the carcinogens. Yeah. Yeah. It means I don't have to chew my water. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think you actually could stuff a bunch of tea leaves down in there and then it would. I think you could. Yeah. I'm going to try it. I got some. Is it not not when you uh, put fruit in the top and then it infuses into the water? No, because then if if you take it. It's too late. Yeah. By the time the water gets to it, nah, it's too late. You You need it in. Yeah. Yeah. Not a bad uh, guess, though, Dan. Thanks, Tom. You've had worse. <laughs> <laughs> You've had worse guesses, for sure. Not my best. Definitely I have. Not my worst. Probably my worst. Poop. Daniel, I will give you an apology, actually. Don't Publicly, do it. in fact, as well. Uh, no, I will give him a, a, a bit of a public apology here. Because I've been giving him shit for the past few weeks, even on WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. Look at him! Look I'm at him! Going, He's about to be I'm like, going, I'm going, f- I'm going full smug. F- look at that uh-huh. smug look, face, look, look, look. right, Daniel? I was playing Ghost of Tsushima this morning. Oh. You're right. He does say Tsushima sometimes. He does. I know he does. It's not consistent, yeah. but he does say it. It's not. Yeah, it's not consistent. It's strange. The bloke who lives there doesn't know how to say it. Just say it how you want. Tsushima. Right. <laughs> it's clearly a D at the beginning. Ghost of Scarborough. There we go. Tsushima. <laughs> All the women there are real clean. What, in Scarborough? No, I don't think they are. No, no. Tsushima. <laughs> oh, definitely not in Scarborough. That's <laughs> yeah, so all the fans from Scarborough gone. <laughs> I hear they have a nice fair, though. So the song goes. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was talking about Tsushima. That's where they're all real clean. Dushima? Mm-hmm. Got to clean yourself out sometimes, haven't you? That's, the, bit. Uh, that's the thing. A little bit. little bit. Dan. Not like Hello. Tell me about your new potato. Oh, it's a prime jersey. Because. From the old King Edward. Oh. You don't have an Idaho spud? Couldn't quite afford the Idaho spud, so I just went for the jersey. But uh, yeah, I have a new potato. This is this has been damn near a decade in the making. <laughs> it really has. So I think uh, I got my laptop shortly after you and I, I met. S- yeah, and that's been the best part of nine years. The best part, <laughs> mind you. Is that an <laughs> ultrasound picture? 
<laughs> no, it did look like one of <laughs> Sorry, go on. I just thought. I'd Are you announcing to the world that you're pregnant? <laughs> no, I've just put on weight. Sorry. <laughs> you know, figured I'd ask. You just fat or you pregnant? <laughs> Both, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> not the best way to ask a woman. Eric, Eric, don't go talking to women, for God's sake. That's not the best way to ask a guy either, to be fair. Good thing I'm already married. <laughs> good, good job I'm already fat. Hey. <laughs> Hey, what do you do? I'm just fat. <laughs> Due for my next meal. How <laughs> <laughs> not to pick up women potatoes, with the man. factory sealed crew? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fat. Who wants some? <laughs> this could get dark real quick. I'm not going to engage. <laughs> Danny, you we've all right? Da- we've, been, we've been down dark about yeah, why? <laughs> True, I don't know. <laughs> You're just kind of staring into oblivion then. He's like, I don't know. Oh, he's I he's was paying attention. My, I was playing with my new keyboard. I was changing the colors. He's paying attention. <laughs> he's like, I need to know how to pick up women. These guys have some great advice. <laughs> well, yeah, I've got a virtual girlfriend. I need what I can get. Duh. So what did you go for, Dan, potato-wise? He didn't um, get a laptop, which absolutely blew my mind because Dan Curtis at one time told me he will only ever buy laptops. He did. Is it yeah. because desktops are too much of a fat shit up you? I've never said this. Bull honky. I think I might remember this too, Dan. I think uh, I remember you stressing that you would only ever buy a laptop because of the convenience of moving it around. Yep. Yeah. Lord of shite. Ah, Lord of shite. Okay. All right, I've, buddy. All right. That's like PSVR Dunga suiting you as well, Dan. Me was a numpty. Whatever helps <laughs> you play 40 hours of video games a day, you keep telling yourself. <laughs> Forty, try sixty-three at least. Oh goddamn! So hang on, have you got this? Is it all set up? You're using it now? Yeah, I'm on it right now. Brilliant. Let's have a look. I thought you said it was for work for some reason. There it is. There it is. Lights up and everything. There, there. There it is. No, it's your light. He's blinking on your task cam. There, good work. Crutch, crutch. Oh, you got the right gamer setup now. Damn! Why are your pants? Look at that monitor stand. Oh, my God. That thing is golden. Can you send a link to that? I cannot understand how you could possibly yeah, raise your monitor an adju- without it's not that. An adju- it's not an adjustable monitor stand, unfortunately. It is so a book. To, put it up. to be fair, it's, it's actually quite hard to find a monitor that raises. No, what you need it. is one of these arms, like like these. That yeah, I got one of that, like, those. Like that. I had to. Like that. I can't do this. I'm just going to point it back at me. <laughs> Remember that this is mainly an audio podcast. <laughs> Except for the people who watch it that we haven't been uploading regularly. All three of them. I yeah. actually have a new monitor arriving on Wednesday. Hell yeah, join that ultra-wide club, it's a thir- son! It's 34-inch ultra-wide. I'm actually concerned as to how big it's going to be. Oh, yeah, imagine how good X Hamster's going to look on that baby. That's that's ridiculous. I'm, yeah. I, so I'm, um, I think where you've gotten confused with me, Tom, is I'm getting that for work. So okay. they're getting me an ultra-wide ultra, ultra wide and stuff and a really beefed-up work PC and stuff. But unfortunately, oh, okay. that is for work, so... Got this it. isn't this isn't quite as powerful, but it's more than ample for running most games. Pretty good settings and stuff, so I'm happy. This is this is the Ryzen one with the the 16 gig memory that I recommended. Yes. See, yes. Okay. Yes. Is Eric, this the beginning Eric, of Eric Dan? Was offended that I didn't I am, go to him. I am I, deeply I, 
offended to my core. Now, now right, let me justify this. The reason I did not go to Eric Peterson is because he will instantly recommend the most expensive components. <laughs> when have I you know, ever done that? Even though completely outside of my price range, you'll be like, <laughs> you'll need three ultra-wide teddies, which will cost £1,000 each, then you need the best graphics card that money can buy, because anything else just won't run. <laughs> if you don't spend more dollars, it don't make any sense. That does not sound like me at all. You need to Sorry. get four separate desktops and hook them up together so there's extra processing power between them. So it's, instead, I first turned to Mike, who uh, bought a PC recently, and he knew Nout, so instead I turned to Tom, who was most helpful. Yeah, well... <laughs> I helped you a little bit. A little bit. And then you just said, yeah. ask Tom. So I was like, okay. <laughs> the way to do it is think about well, that, how many programs you run at the same time. That, that's the because... amount of programs you run <laughs> constitutes the number of monitors you need. Uh, <laughs> you don't really don't... You don't want to have several windows on one screen because you lose significant real estate. So if you're using Chrome, Discord, uh, some of that VS Code or Steam, you want four screens uh, <laughs> of ample size. The problem is, Dan, the advice I was giving you, most of your responses were, oh, it's such a faff. <laughs> it, it is. That sounds like it, Dan Curtis. It is. Honestly, it's not like buying a console where you just buy it. Hey, hey Tom. Honestly, you got all these considerations, and then you got to get it past the missus as well. That's the hard part. No, no, no. See, Dan, you still have to <laughs> learn that asking for forgiveness is way easier than asking for permission. Because what you could do is be like, well, I already bought it and there's a no return policy. So, you know what? I'll sleep on the couch for a couple nights and won't get <laughs> sexy time for a week and we'll call it even. How's that? <laughs> I already did that with my TV, actually. Oh, I remember that. Just, you just stuffed the box in the in the, <laughs> the closet. She's, 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 she's still, she still hasn't forgiven that one. So. What? <laughs> when was this? About three years ago. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm just kidding. She's fine. I'm sure. Was this your main TV or in the game room? The game room. Oh. So, Dan, well, is reason, this the beginning the of you did, becoming a PC gamer? Because um, uh, Crystal is a bit of a technophobe, put it that way, and she's yes. quite happy. She's quite happy to have the oldest telly in the world downstairs, and it finally broke. So I went right. I'm gonna go and buy a new one, and then she went, "Oh, we'll just stick with this one my parents have given us." So I was like, "Okay, I'll have her upstairs then. No bothers." <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Brilliant. perfectly fine. Which worked out well in the end because it's nicer for my games. So There you go. Yeah. And then you're not fighting over one TV. Mm. I can't wait until Dan finally says, you know what, I'll just get it on PC instead and we'll have made the full transition. <gasps> you know no, you know what it'd be? Oh, wait for it's coming Epic Games, mate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, no, we created a monster. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Epic Games is cracking mind. I've got a few already. God, it is good. Um, I, I got a new GPU as well. You got a new Shadow Run. Shadow Run, Eric's recommendation. Oh yeah, the Shadow Run. Great games. Hitman's on there at the moment. I'm uh, Tom. I'm I'm still trying to talk myself into buying one of the super ultra wide monitors. Um, what's the resolution on those? 5120 by 1440. <laughs> they so, are, uh, they okay. are quite wide. The one that you bought was 3140. So this is like another, what, what is that? 40% 34, wide? 3440 by 1440 yeah. is the one I got. Uh, I, I'm hoping it's going to be all right. It's a, it's 144 hertz 
uh, with yeah, one millisecond input. Like it's good. My only concern was that it's a VA panel, not an IPS. I'm. I hopefully that's okay. Yeah, it'll be fine. You'll be good. Yeah, the, as long as it was the most expensive option, Eric's happy. Hey. I gave him quality feedback on which one to buy because most people you that did. go to buy the super alt or the ultra wides are just going to get the the mid tier one that caps out Ugh. at 1080p. It's like 2160 yeah. by 1080, and it looks like shit. Those are so bad. I've seen them those demos in in the in the Best Buy, and um, everything looks squashed in height. It's oh so, it's, yeah! It's oh so yeah! <laughs> that sounds like my kind of monitor. I love things that are short <laughs> and real wide. It's like looking in a mirror. Just tell me, is there an option anyway, to stretch Dan. it further? And I'm buying it right now. <laughs> well, then you need to buy a super ultra wide. You could stretch the shit out of that stuff. Those things are 47 inches wide, not right. diagonal, straight up wide. Okay. Super ultra wide monitor, but you need one that's going to be fifty-one don't twenty be put, by don't be fourteen that into forty. X hamster. Oh, just a thousand. Anyway, Dan, get it right. Pounds, I'll have three. Eb, that's actually real cheap. Eric They're doesn't go like for the most expensive option. He goes for the second most expensive option, then waits for Zach to convince him to buy the most expensive option. Oh yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, that friendship. <laughs> Man, the super wide. I mean, fr- just fr- fr- friend is a strong word. Super, yeah, <laughs> forty-nine inch QLED Samsung. How Oof. much? Um, yeah, I've only got the Moose Dollar. In, just, in freedom, it's a thousand bucks. That's not bad. I'm looking at the, uh, the Samsung I'm looking at is 1,084. The only downside is that there are very, very few games that can actually take advantage of the super ultra wide. So you do get the black bar in on the side, which is fine. But yeah. they they don't technically run in full 4K. Isn't so. this still the case with the just the general ultra wide as well? Anyways, there are a lot, a lot of games, games that that play in 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 ultra wide like call of duty was amazing in it uh microsoft flight simulator fucking tits in super ultra wide yeah the witcher was so good Mm. well apparently um pc players on modern warfare and warzone have an unfair advantage over console because they actually have a wider field of view Mm -hmm. as standard yep so that's why they're all cheating so inherently broken on that game well and you can get all of these uh these these cheat hacks on there did you guys see the the one really big streamer the other day who was on he was on twitch uh bragging about how good he was and you could just see right up behind his task manager that he had a uh a cheat program enabled and people started calling (laughs) him out on it you could see midway through that he realized his fuck up and then his his uh channel got canceled wow Brilliant. I would just assume they're better, but it's better on there because mouse and keyboard is so much easier. I couldn't yeah. do it. I tried, and it's they're, they're, it's so complex with what you're doing. I just don't have that muscle memory built up for it. Like CS:GO uh, okay. is fine because it's not as much, but like yep. the prone to crouch to 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 sprinting, it's just too much to it. Uh, okay, I've played too many hundreds of hours of it on console that I just can't switch. That's fair. That's fair. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The thing is, I, I, before well, I disabled crossplay on Warzone, I literally had a guy kill me one day by he got a headshot on me literally by pointing at the bonnet of the car I was in. Getting good <laughs> at sniping, son. He probably went to Hank Fist School of Sniping Excellence. <laughs> Shoot at the car; it'll ricochet off the hood, directly up the nostril, and into the br- the brain. Path of least resistance. Hank Fist. <laughs> 
<laughs> Hank, Hank Fist is actually the uh, brother of the DC Comics character Deadshot, apparently. He never misses. Never. Not once. <laughs> I only go into combat with one bullet. <laughs> Why have you only got one guy to kill? Yeah. Yeah. They only give me one target. That's all they trust me with. Can you all stand in a line, please? <laughs> A little more to your left, a little left. Nope, nope, too far. Come back. You in the green shirt. Stand up a little more on your tippy toes. You're not quite lined up. There you go. Perfect. Pow. One bullet, 47 kills. 47 I, kills. I, I sent Eric a message last night, right? So I tried um, on Modern Warfare's multiplayer. There's a map called uh, Shipment. And I, I jumped. Oh, God. I jumped. I jumped into. It's basically a very, very small map in these contain yeah. in these con the shipping containers. And uh, I played Domination on it for the first time. If you're unfamiliar with Domination, that's where there's three points and you have to capture the flag. I got <laughs> 62 kills. It's not uncommon in one match. It's, it was insane. And that's just, just running, on the uh, running around with a shotgun, just blowing people to hell. It was so fun. Was that just on the five v five mosh pit? I think I think there was more people in actually because they did a they did a playlist probably about six months ago where it was ten v ten mosh pit on shipment only and having twenty people on that map was just absolute chaos. <laughs> it's it's just mad like it, it's the kind of map where you can literally spawn in and you die instantly. But if you're on the, if you're on the delivering end of the ass whooping, it's incredible. I've gotten chopper gunner on that map before, and it's like, all right, well, there's 25 kills. The uh, rust map is a bit like that as well. Yeah, the, yeah, but, but shipment is like shipment is 25 percent of that size. It's yeah. so small. <laughs> so I popped that in. This is the first weekend I've I've had with good internet, and uh, I popped that in. It's been about a month since I've played. And I hopped on with Scott, and I am pretty rusty. You take a month off from Modern Warfare after playing almost daily. Uh, didn't didn't do so hot on the first several rounds of of Warzone. I don't think we got above thirty sixth place. <laughs> okay, <laughs> need a little bit of practice. You did all right with me and Mike yesterday. It was okay. Yeah, we did. Oh, we did play yesterday. We had a good time. Yeah, considering we, uh, I think. yeah, I haven't tried. Considering we weren't taking seriously actually. at all. I can't wait for the and night it, modes. Oh, man. The night maps are going to be good. What's new in Season 5? Uh, sorry, Tom. Go ahead. I was just going to ask what's new in Season 5 apart from the stadium being blown open. Uh, there's uh, a train. There's a train. I, yeah, I dropped train. you guys off a very, very reliable delivery service onto the train and then ran myself over. Five-star <laughs> review, please. <laughs> It uh, yeah, the train station's open now as well, so there's some interiors in the train station. Cool. The stadium is open, and there's a train which circles the map as well. Uh, and you can take the train to go to travel, fast travel around? Mm, sort of, yeah. It's fast kind of, is a relative term. <laughs> mm, me and Mike got on it yesterday, and there was nothing on it, to be honest. It was just it was uh, about six six cars, and then you could walk from the front to the back, and that was it, really. That would be so, cool if there were two trains that went in opposite directions that kept circling around and you could, like, it was another mm. way of, of getting about. They need a subway. Well, yeah. Yeah. Just more verticality when, in general would be awesome. See, I wonder when Cold War comes out if they're going to actually do a new map or if they'll just keep amending this one. 
That would be interesting to see. Yeah, it seems like Warzone has kind of taken on, like it's become its own game that's just sort of been integrated with Modern Warfare. So I wonder if they're just going to carry it forward and, like you said, bring in elements of Cold War into it. Well, it is definitely going to continue. We know that already. But um, none of you guys this week checked out. So what they did is they announced Cold War using Warzone, which was really cool, actually. So they did like kind of an in-game event like they do in Fortnite. Where um, so you dropped in at the map. So when you load it up, everything's kind of it's playing this weird music, which I think's off Black Ops. And then another plane flies past the big plane that you jump out of at the start. Then you parachute down, and it's playing strange music again. And uh, all the areas on the map had these like redacted things over them and stuff. Then you had to do all these missions. You had to collect intel, kill certain amounts of people, uh, find all these different things. Then once you found them, it unlocked. Um, like a trailer thing, which would play it. And there was like elements of the Cold War footage that they'd shown previously. And then you had to basically sprint towards the stadium. It would spawn you in a random point of the map before you got nuked. And then if you made it to the stadium, it would be treated to the new trailer for Cold War, which is... But that lit, that map, that mode literally replaced everything on Warzone. You couldn't play anything else until you completed it. I mean, they took so, away yeah. my plunder quads again. How dare they? Plunder quads is uh, back. Yeah, no, I was back now, but... They're always taking things away. God, it always goes away, though. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why yeah, they just they don't leave the most popular modes on. It's crazy. Cod giveth and cod taketh away. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I've started playing a lot more of the multiplayer rather than Warzone. Yeah, I me mean, I love, play, I love playing Warzone with you guys, but by myself, it's just not as fun, so... Yeah, because yeah. we're great. Tom, have you gotten it working yet? Um, What, the main game? Yeah. Oh, I don't have the main game. I, I sent it back. You should buy it again. Try it up. No, it, the problem is it doesn't work. I think it like does. It sucks, it sucks that it doesn't, but... Um, I mean, it worked for me. Yeah, I think that one's user error. It's so mm. strange that it doesn't. Yeah. So it is really what odd. was the issue... What'd you say, Mike? Sorry. What was you know how you always accidentally uninstall Modern Warfare? Tom couldn't accidentally (laughs) install Modern Warfare. (laughs) Uh, I can't remember, dude. But I tried. um, It it just it straight up wouldn't install from the main menu, um, either the campaign or the multiplayer. And I tried like rebuilding the database. I tried reinstalling, re-downloading the game uh, Warzone a few times. um, Did you try signing in with a Canadian PSN? Uh, this is with my, uh, just my UK account. Um, it was a Canadian copy of the game, I assume. Um, was it a UK copy of the game? It was, it was a Canadian copy of the yeah, game, the yeah. the PS4 is region free. Yeah, yeah, it is, but, it is, but the, <sighs> when you put the disc in, it downloads the things from the store, because the, when I, of the multiple times I've accidentally deleted Call of Duty off my PlayStation, the, um... Which, is, which, which is many <laughs> which is many um, it when i put the disc in it literally rather than like choosing it through the menu it literally takes me to the link on the store and i just click each one from there so it could have been i don't know why because it's region free but it could have been something like you needed to be signed into a canadian account for it to oh, work i perhaps? did i did uh i do have a canadian psn just for did the you, hell of it and i did try and, try and do exactly the same thing on that and it was the same thing 
Mm. You, you um, can add him. You can add him at Moose Cop to one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I ran a lot of tests. It was really frustrating. I I might buy it like digitally when it's on sale instead. Um, or something. You're still gonna have to go and download those packs though. Because you'll download the game, and then when you go into the menu, you then choose which oh, packs you want. Packs, because the, yeah, of course. Yeah, because the idea yeah. is you can download what, only Maybe what you use to save space. I wonder how many parents have bought that game for the kids and been utterly baffled by it come Christmas or something. <laughs> like you can't get it to work. Yeah. Just PSN speeds at Christmas. And stuff. It's confusing. I, you know, I, I, I just wanted to play the campaign, to be totally honest, if anything. Campaign's but, real good, actually. Yeah. It's very enjoyable. It is. Cold War looks really good, actually, if you watch the trailer. When's that supposed to come out? Do we know? November? November. Oh, it's about and they have incredibly confusing cross-generational bundles where you can buy... So you can buy the standard version for this gen, for the standard price and then you can buy an upgrade on ps4 to ps5 for like seven dollars more, more or something ten dollars no, i think six sixty dollars base game or you can pay seventy dollars to get the uh enhanced version which will give you the ps5 version um but for some reason doesn't with the xbox and then if you or you can wait to get the ps5 version which would be seventy dollars anyway but the PS4 version will work in the PS5 as backwards compa- compatibility. You just won't have the upgraded version. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, even more, even more confusing. So I'll see if I can find it. But uh, the way the Xbox is doing their Series X boxes means it's so confusing. Like which version you need. What do you I mean the way they're doing the their boxes? The, so the the boxes are basically identical to Xbox One boxes. So. They just have a tiny bit in the corner which says like Series X or something. Well, I don't know how this is going to... Because I think the plan is with all the things that are supposed to be smart delivery, they're going to basically going to be near enough identical boxes and it says something like, you know that slogan they're going with plays best on Series X. I think there's a sticker sticker or a bit on that Dan's on about with that. But No, they've they've been that off now because it was too big. Everybody mourned about it. But then... The thing is, there's a lot of people not playing ball with the whole smart smart delivery thing. So I know Microsoft were pushing for people to try and just upgrade for free, but then people like NBA and then the the Control um, Special Edition and all that, they're not doing free smart delivery. Well, I leave on, free on money on console, the table, right? So. Well, yeah, true, but it's it's kind of fucking them up a bit. Capitalism for the win. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> You know what? I think we just need to delay the next gen already. Nobody knows what the fuck's going on. None of this stuff's ever been announced, and it's just such a massive shit show at this point. We're what? Uh, it's two, bizarre, two it's months bizarre away? to me that we. Yeah, it's bizarre to me that we don't know this. So these, anyway, I've just sent you the two boxes that I found. So well, that's not confusing. That's easy to figure <laughs> out. Let me. I'm have not a, even being sarcastic. Like, how is that hard? Hang for on, me anyway, but yeah, for for grandma, it's probably not. Although, is that confusing for grandma, though? Because she, if her son or her grandson goes, well, I just need the Xbox version, she just needs to go and pick up the Xbox version. I don't see a difference in these two boxes. Oh, sorry, I've sent you the same one. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so, arguably, the that's, that's the less other one. Confusing, less confusing for the um, uninformed? 
in theory. Oh. It's, it's, so on the Xbox One version, right, there's a little thing underneath it, which is Xbox One dash Xbox Series X. But that version mm. is not compatible with the Xbox Series X. Or is it? But that's not the Xbox Series X version. Yes, it will, yeah, because it's, 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 so it's backwards compatible. <laughs> that, that's confusing for sure. Yeah, Listen, but, here's um, what they need to do. We need to go back to a different nomenclature and have the Xbox, Xbox One, the Xbox mm. Two, the Xbox Three... Yeah. The Xbox Four. I don't know. I don't know why they don't do that. Series X is such a stupid name. Yeah, it, it kind of is. But I mean, it goes back to that whole fucking because the Xbox 360 came out at the same time as the PS3, and they didn't want to have like an Xbox Two whilst the PS3 was coming out, and it sounds less powerful. Yeah. So that's well, what maybe they should have gotten around stupid it more names sooner. And then the Xbox three, One, three the Xbox pay. One name doesn't even fucking work now. Well, it's like the Samsung the Galaxy X- Note shit. Like we're just going to be on twenty now. Well, weren't you just on seven? Oh god! But Xbox uh, One that doesn't even work anyway because the idea behind the One was supposed to be it's the One box that does everything, and then they obviously dialed back on that because the of the next fucking water cooler TV. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it doesn't TV. fucking work anyway. Let me tell you about Game Pass. Here he goes again. <laughs> Stop him! I, ju- I was just insulting <laughs> Xbox. Fuck me! I can't win. You're right. You can't. <laughs> have, you have, you met, met, have you met? Have you met us? Have you met us? <laughs> While I was searching for those images I've just seen on Eurogamer, uh, .emu, who made Streets of Rage 4, has just confirmed that there are plans for DLC. Are we a news podcast now? Yay. Breaking news, 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 news. <laughs> you didn't put that on the document. <laughs> what document? <laughs> I thought you was going to uh, say you'd found an- another interesting Scottish cake. <laughs> no, 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 let's not go back to the, the <laughs> poop cakes. Uh, uh, I found speaking a of next cake. gen, though, Sony has actually announced that there's going to be a limited number of guaranteed, well, not guaranteed, but pre-orders that they're going to send out. Um, if you sign up for it, they will randomly select a group of people that have signed up to be able to pre-order a console directly from the Sony website. But only in the US. Yeah. Mm. Get wrecked. Thanks. News. news. (laughs) (laughs) Comes out five days after everybody else. (laughs) I wonder if that includes Canada. Uh, Is that part of the US as much as you guys want to (laughs) be? Oh, it's not necessarily Scottish, but I found uh, something called oh, Fly's Graveyard. Oh, God, mute news guy. <laughs> I thought maybe it would be North America, not just US, but maybe it is just US. See, what I did months ago is a retailer over here called Shop2 sent me an email saying you can put down a pre-order for the PS5 and you had to pay a pound to secure one, so I did that like straight away. <laughs> no. A yeah, pound? Yeah. No, that's not yep. true. You had to put, that, you had to put down a pound. No, that's not true. Yeah. Make the commitment of putting the pound down. <laughs> and really had to convince himself to part with that pound. I did. Wasn't that just a thing? Yeah, you had to go through Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal, do you want to put a pound deposit down? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, the limit's 50 pence. <laughs> Trying to type Did I hear quietly. you using that toilet again? Do you not know that water costs money? <laughs> Shit in the backyard like the rest of us. 
Is she from Yorkshire now? <laughs> yeah, she is. Everyone's from Yorkshire. I love it. I love your Yorkshire accent. <laughs> just he's, no he's, from he's, he's from that neck of the woods, really. He just pretends he isn't. It's just living here, isn't it? That's how everyone at my work talks. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. With added racist undertones. I don't think they're racist. I don't think they're undertones. Me, I mean, aren't they overt? Let, let me tell you, there's a there's a lot of racists in the trucking industry. Let me tell you. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> At least in the UK, anyway. I don't know about the US or Canada. Just yeah, moose. Moose. moose in the trucking <laughs> industry. Yeah, <laughs> 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 driving the truck. <laughs> How do they turn the wheels? Got they've got hooves. Uh, Got to watch out on this highway. Might hit a human. Has Mike's camera gotten really lagged for anybody else? Yeah, he says something. Yeah, it's, but his lips it's lagged move. for me. Oh, man. Yeah, it's lagged for me as well. I keep seeing myself say things after I've said them. <laughs> <laughs> Time travel confirmed. Did any of you guys end up checking out that Avengers beta? Nope. No. Yeah, you'll be glad you didn't. Yeah, fuck me. <laughs> that bad, eh? <sighs> I was just bland, man. Re- oh, right, I was shame. really excited. Is anyone I'm, I'm surprised, big, though? I'm a big fan of the MCU, right? And I've got into reading uh, more comic books recently. And so, you know, I'm generally kind of a bit of a Marvel comics. fan. And I've been, I've, I've been cautiously excited about this. Like, I, I know that, like, it was going to be games of service. It's going to be fucking microtransactions out the wazoo, which is what I was ranting about to you guys this morning. Um, but just the oh, actual yeah, game oh, itself. Oh, yeah, we should have read that. Yeah. <laughs> the actual game itself just, I don't know, like, the beta, it was quite a substantial beta, and I only played a bit of it, admittedly, but it gave you the, the sort of beginnings of the story mode. And there's that um, San Francisco Golden, Great, Golden Gate Bridge uh, section that you've seen in all the trailers and stuff like that. And it kind of gives you a little taste of, of all the Avengers that you're going to play as um, bar Miss Marvel. And just none of them feel good to play as. You, you start as Thor on it. And part of this is God of War's fault because they made a hammer feel fucking good. Um, just It just didn't feel good at all. It felt yeah, really that, that basic. Was an and, yeah, it was an axe. You know what I meant. Um, but <laughs> but Thor's hammer in that game should feel like the fucking Leviathan axe. Let's face it. And yeah. it just doesn't. And then you end up playing as Iron Man and the first part of playing as Iron Man, you're, you're flying and shooting stuff and it feels really just... And I realise it's a beta and I'm sure that they might be able to improve some of this, but it felt really stiff and janky and then, you know, you land and you start shooting shit and then played as the Hulk after that and he, he does like his walk, jumping from walls to walls and it just feels really like inaccurate. And I don't know, interestingly, the most, like the best player to... Uh, character to play as was Black Widow um, because that played a little bit like Square Man and that was actually more interesting than the other ones and it just I don't know like I went into another story mission and just ugh, I'm really disappointed <laughs> it, ju- it just screams generic Ooh. hack and slash crossed with games of service bullshit to me and that's yeah. why it's lost me well the thing I was running to you guys about this morning um, they've released an entire blog post on the Square Enix website explaining all of the microtransactions and it's all cosmetic stuff but like you know for example each character has its own battle pass to purchase 
God. Now they do, they do the thing that Warzone and Fortnite and that does, where like once you finish a battle pass, it gives you enough to get enough credit get, to get the next battle pass. So you can technically, if you complete one battle pass, just get the next character's battle pass. But obviously, they're going to be updating all of these as well. And I just uh, you, you, the difference is Fortnite and Warzone is free. Like Avengers is a fucking sixty dollar game. It doesn't look good either. Like just graphically, it's just muddy and. Characters don't look yeah. anything like what you expect them to. Black Widow looks like a dude. It's I mean, just... they've, they've specifically uh, stayed away from them looking like the MCU because they want it to be different. Mm. Which was um, damn but stupid. But it looks you like know. it could be fun to play co-op. Some people have said that it's fun to play with other people. But... Yeah, is I don't, it, one, I don't is it like... one that you would play for a long time, though? Because I think that's what they're going for. Oh, is in... it? Okay. Yeah, they're going for like a Destiny anthem kind of dealy. I watched a bit of what's her name, Alana Pierce, playing it with some buddies. It seemed okay, mm. but I don't, I don't it, know. If I was going to play like it just looks okay. We live in a situation now where we've got the Arkham games and a really, really good Spider-Man game. So there's no reason why they should be able to make a good Avengers game as well. And the thing is, if I want to play like yeah. an online beat 'em up with like several friends, and unfortunately it doesn't have actual four player online, but I'd rather go and play Streets of Rage Four, which I've absolutely loved this year. Yeah, it was real good. Um, did anybody yeah. see the trailer for Gotham Knights? No. Aye. I heard you guys talk about it. Yeah. Aye. So um, this isn't Rocksteady's project. This is Warner Brothers Montreal. So out kind of sort of what we expected, but not. So they've basically killed off Batman and it will star Robin, uh, Nightwing, Batgirl and Red Hood. And you can play as co-op or you can play as single player as any of them. So that's kind of... Similar in a way to Avengers, but it looks a lot more polished. But it's not get, the they confirmed it's not games of service. Yes, it is, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's not in the Arkham universe though. It's not in the Arkham continuity, it's a new continuity, which I, I thought it was originally. Um Yeah, you can admit it's... that you were wrong again and admit that I was yeah, right. No, if you I'm happy to admit I'm wrong, Dan. I'm not Eric <laughs> Peterson. I ain't got any heels to dig in, son. Um <laughs> Hey. But the uh <laughs> they have confirmed it's not a games of service game and you can play it completely solo if you want to and apparently the world world is open from the start um, but you know I'm actually quite interested in this like I wouldn't mind going around a city and doing that kind of game with one of you guys for example yeah I think I think it looks great and um, it looks like a different take on the art form it looks like it uses that kind of style and elements of it but it looks more kind of rpg-ish like it's going to have customizable outfits and different components to your outfits and stuff like that which sounds really cool and uh, like enemies have um hp and stuff i think and drop loot it it's it's stood i mean i've not played it but it looked similar to a bit similar to sort of the combat in assassin's creed odyssey to me because they have some hp don't they it's interesting that they've kind of broken off and they're going to do their own thing while Rocksteady has announced finally that they're working on Suicide Squad. Well, there was Which... a bit of a switcheroo that's happened because originally Warner Brothers, uh, yeah, Warner Brothers Montreal was supposed to be doing the Suicide Squad game. And it was uh, a couple of years ago or something. They ended up, Rocksteady ended up taking over that and doing their own thing. And then Warner Brothers Montreal were essentially made gotham knights by the sounds of it to me this hasn't been confirmed but to me it sounds a bit like maybe what they've used for gotham knights was originally going to be used for um for 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 their suicide squad perhaps yeah it's an interesting new direction for rocksteady the suicide squad i mean 
Suicide Squad's all right to me, but it's like it's not one of the big properties of DC. I kind of expected no. them to go down the Superman route or the Flash or something like that, but or do something proper Justice League. But eh, it, it's interesting. I mean, we've only seen a CG trailer, so I have faith in Rocksteady to put something good together. I don't think that one's been confirmed whether it's games of service or not yet. I hope it's yeah, not. So but that one apparently that one apparently is in the Arkham timeline, which is going to be interesting story-wise because it's called Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League and obviously Batman's in the Justice League and spoilers yeah. for the end of Arkham Knight, you know, Batman's Hey, I'm going to play Square Man <laughs> Arkham Knight. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Okay, and ruin it. it's 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 um ambiguous at the end of yeah. Batman and also of what it's he's in the actually Arkham doing continuity but I haven't spoiled anything from a this. white man into a black man which is unusual you guys have said yeah, a lot of superhero names point. and I know one of them Batman <laughs> show um, that DC doesn't have quite the stain surprised that they don't give uh, I'm surprised they haven't tried again at a Superman game after the N64 version <laughs> He's going to be in the Suicide Squad game because it's called Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League and it looks like something's happened to Superman and he's gone bad. But yes, Tom, I haven't spoiled the end of Arkham Knight there, don't worry. It's, all good, it's just man. ambiguous. It's, it's ambiguous. Yeah, that spaceship that came and took Batman away, <laughs> best part. Just don't ask him about the end of Final Fantasy X, he'll tell you all about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tom. <laughs> all good. All good. It's an okay. Dan. Hello. Tell me about Mortal Shell, because I'm waiting for the physical release of that in October. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm waiting for what, the Mortal Shell. So it's basically, a lot of people have said it's like Dark Souls, but I think it's more akin to Bloodborne, personally. Um, Which is basically so this Dark is, Souls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but with more fluidity and uh, different, co- different yeah. combat style. I, I'm really enjoying it, actually. It's now, kind of... Question. It's very difficult. Question. What? Did you get this on PS4 or Potato? PS4. <sighs> Missed opportunity. <laughs> Number one. Yep. Don't, I don't think I had it then. <laughs> yeah, you did. Regret, you know, do you not remember, remember the controversy about... 60, 60 FPS, son. All about that. Yeah. PC Master Race. Yeah. <laughs> do you not remember the controversy about Dan having to walk all the way across his room to turn his computer on? Oh, man. His room's We're like on 120 now, Dan. Yeah. Standard. Despite the fact you can see on his camera, literally the back of his sofa where he sits on to play PS4. <laughs> <laughs> Spend a lot of hours here. I love it. Yeah, but honestly, it's it's so it's kind of. I've played a lot of Dark Souls and Bloodborne and stuff like that, but you, again, you have to retrain your brain for the combat system in this one because it's quite mm. different. It's there's no block button. And instead, you have a thing called Harden. Wait, oh it's like a, yeah, uh, yeah. I was waiting for that one. And Are you sure it's not pronounced Hardon? <laughs> I'm pretty certain. I'm sure there was an E in there, but oh, I could man. be wrong. Are you sure you, so, you aren't playing as Kakuna from Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was confused when my um, character evolved into Beedrill, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, this harden mechanic is kind of, you can use it every so often and you tap L2 and then you're meant to use it in the middle of combos and then you can, it basically turns you into a rock and then they strike you. Oh, and they, yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go on. And uh, after that, and then you just kind of need to get into this rhythm of dodging and using harden. 
Gotta use my heart so, on. To so what you want to do is you want to dodge. You want to you want to dodge, and then you want to harden, and then you want to shove your Johnson right up that orifice. <laughs> yeah, you use it halfway through a combo because you're getting so turned on by all the combat. <laughs> oh god, I'm a, so aroused. Do you get a buff from a Vi- uh, Viagra power up? It's got to buff it. There are several buffs which do actually augment how hard and works, yes. So <laughs> You got Pornhub, you got X Hamster. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I was I was I was quite surprised when B Drill just popped out a laptop and started looking at uh, Pornhub. <laughs> Onlyfans.com <laughs> Is it worth the $30 or not? Yeah, it's just plays like a Dark Souls game or a Bloodborne game. If you, nice. I can't decide. It kind of straddles between the two. It's got a lot of polish despite being made by a really small team. It's one thing that Eric likes. It's straddling. Mm, I love me a good story. Apparently it's made by a team of just a few people and then it ended with a maybe 10 max. Yeah, which is crazy, but it's like, mm. honestly, it's got a lot more fluidity to Dark the Dark Souls and stuff. It's kind of, yeah. the world is like really nicely realized and things. Well, Dark Souls and, is very heavy and like, and, and, and more um, Yeah, it purpose, is all about the weight. Yeah, it's got a weight to it that is... Method- uh, methodical. Unlike. Yes. Whereas Bloodborne was when it was like, you know, mm. very, very twitchy in comparison. Um so maybe it's more like you say when it's, when you say it's more like Bloodborne, I can see the distinction. It's really uh, strange though. So also the character has basically two health bars. So when your first health bar goes, you get mm. knocked out of your shell, which is you can uh, inhabit these four different shells, which are basically different classes of character. Then once you get knocked out of the shell, uh, that's you why either, it's called mortal shell because when oh you're outside God, of your shell, it. you become a mortal. I get it. Thanks. Well done, youngin. Proud of you. But anyway, when you're out of it, you become this kind of like um, white monster thing, and then you either you have <laughs> you become a ghost attack. So you, get, you can't harden anymore. When, if you get struck when you're doing that, you'll die, or you can run back towards your shell and get in it, and you get a second health bar. Well done for carrying through that joke, Dan. Well done. I'm I didn't even hear what he said, so I just soldiered <laughs> on. <laughs> you become a ghost attack, so you can't harden anymore. <laughs> This is why I don't talk about games. <laughs> now you know what Just it's like it. when I try to explain something. This happens when any fun, of us try to explain something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm enjoying it. It's really difficult. The checkpoints are very few and far between. I saw an so article that said how to make it to the first checkpoint in Mortal Shell, because apparently that is fucking hard. Oh, really? Is it super difficult, Dan? Yeah, it's it's really tough actually. That's why he's not I've finished beat, it. Yet. I've beat the first major boss. Mike lied to me, okay. didn't you say that that was going to be on Game Pass? No, the internet lied to me. Mm, fucking shit service. They can't even um, get good games on there. <laughs> Is it the same as Dark Souls in the sense of uh, doesn't hold your hand? No tutorials. No, not not uh, quite a minimum. Uh, it, it has even UI. less of a tutorial than Dark Souls does. It's oh, crazy. Okay. It's kind of, you get dropped into this um, kind of area where you face off against this enemy and it'll give you a brief intro to the mechanics, but then it's just like, yeah, just crack on. Is it Father Gascon? 
<laughs> that, no, you ran out of mind, gas. Can't I, make no, it to the game. No, actually, it's it's Father Hardon. <laughs> Father Hardon. <laughs> Bear in mind, I've not played any Dark Souls game, but the uh, the criticism I've heard then of shut it up, was then. that <laughs> <laughs> the um, the criticism game. I've heard of it is that it seems like it was made by a team who absolutely loved the Dark Souls game, but they yeah. don't quite they. They kind of expect you to know what a Dark Souls game is um, because it's made by Dark Souls fans for Dark Souls fans. Yeah. So if you were someone who never played, played it Souls before, it definitely you'd... helps. Yeah. I like if the you, look of it. If you hadn't played Dark Souls, you'd be screwed on this. It's, it looks that. really good, considering it's made by a team of like 10 people. Yeah. It's essentially an indie Dark Souls. How uh, long is it? Players, I have no idea. You're not done with it? What the fuck have you been doing? It's hot. Oh, <laughs> you must get 108 hours of gaming in yesterday, Eric. I can confirm it's 10 hours long. Sweet. Fuck me, Dan. You could have that done in five minutes. Is that it? <laughs> what a crock of shit. Don't buy that. Is it really only 10 hours? Yeah. No. According to... All right. Yeah, no, I just fucking plucked it out of nowhere. <laughs> Have you met you, Tom? The amount of shit that you just spew and try to pass it off as legitimate. I'll give you that one. Thing is, right, I want to play Gotham Knights with Dan when it comes out because load that up, we'll be finished in 10 minutes. Oh, shit, don't... I misgoogled. I was trying to type in... That's 10 minutes that you'll enjoy, Mike. (laughs) I'm trying to type in how long to beat Mortal Shell and how long to beat Hardon. That is not what I wanted. That's <laughs> not what you want to Google. That's not what you want to Google not, at all. Yeah, Approximately I, 10 to 15 hours. Tom was not lying. <laughs> yeah, why would he be lying about that? Have you <laughs> met him? There is nothing to gain from a lie. Do you know, do you know what? Right? What, <laughs> Tom goes, it's 10 hours, and like Eric gets to hour 20. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Tom. And then Tom's there going, yes. Well, I got super excited about actually being able to utilize Game Pass for once. I'm like, I'm going to download Mortal Shell. Oh, sorry, not on here. Fucking cancel subscription. Just throw your Xbox out, mate, like I have. I tell you what, Eric, though. What? Knowing what you're like before you crack it is on, like going I through think, a bargain I think, I think Eric would legitimately just wait in the starting area for 20 hours and show Tom the <laughs> clock just to prove <laughs> it takes longer than it says. I would. <laughs> I'm going to turn this on and go to work for two days and then come back and start playing. <laughs> I tell you what, though. I, I did put my Game Pass subscription to use this week and uh, on my header net for two Don't days, why, Shit, nothing on that. I downloaded Microsoft Flight Simulator. No, yes. I've heard of shit, mate. Microsoft's got no games. No, they just added Wasteland 3 to the old uh, oh, Game Pass. Oh, fucking resubscribe. Yeah, oh, shit, mate. Microsoft's got no games that we're on about. Good point. It's like a bargain bin. Oh, yeah, nothing, nothing on Game Pass. Everything <laughs> uh, is on what the hell you're on about. I'll tell you what, though. You know what I'm more shocked about? How PS5's got no games. They did that state of play. Not a single PS5 game on there. Don't care if they announced it was PS4 games first. No games on PS5. Gonna be shit. <laughs> Deathloop's been delayed. Fuck me. So that was going to be a launch game. No fucking games on there. I mean, uh, when you've got a good PC, who needs a console anyway? <laughs> PC point. Master is. True. <laughs> Coming from Mr. Console himself. Uh, the guy who, refu- who, who for years has refused to um, 
upgrade to a PS4 Pro despite the fact he has a 4K HDR TV. <laughs> he wants that bigger jump. I do. You're, you guys are just going to be like, this looks the same. I'll be like, wow. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you, Eric. How is Microsoft Flight Simulator? Let me tell you what. That game is a technical marvel. If you've read yeah, anything so about it. boring. No, no. no. It's kind of cool, actually. No. Have you played it, um, Tom? No, so I, I, uh, I watched someone play it on Twitch, and it was it was a dude who is like actually a pilot in real life, and he had he had everything, dude. He had the yoke, two like two thro- uh, throttle like sticks near him, and then like a whole like keyboard setup for different like mm-hmm. uh, all the different controls in the cockpit and stuff. And he was like, all right, a little gang, cup holder for his we're coffee. Gonna be fl- we're gonna be flying from, I don't know wherever it was some city like new york to san francisco or something and like people in the, ch- in the chat are like oh can you like check out this landmark this landmark and it was all like completely le- legit like it it looked very uh it looked very well like a simulation i suppose like a good simulation so i think the amazing thing about it is the fact that it's got the entire world in it and it's still a smaller file size in call of duty modern warfare <laughs> I tell you what, though, it will chew through your internet data if you do not have a data cap. (laughs) There's actually a setting in the menu to put a cap on how much data it can consume within a month. So when I first tried it out, uh, I was still on my header net and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Let's just let's just max it. I don't want to see what this game is all about. It's like, well, your internet speed's not fast enough to take advantage of the photo geometry. So we're going to go ahead and turn that off. So mm-hmm. I launched in. I'm like, I'm just going to fly around Phoenix and, and see what it looks like. And it didn't really look that great because all the photo geometry was off. So everything was just flat textures. And you could tell where the game was trying to create um, landmarks and try to create roads and, and create a sense of this world being lived in. But like there were roads going under the, the lake and cars driving across the top of the water. And it's just because the photo geometry wasn't on. So I'm like, yeah, I mean, this is, this is cool. And I have a, I have a HOTUS from Ace Combat, the hands-on throttle and stick. And when I first loaded in, they're like, do you want to go through training? Skip, go straight to the (laughs) runway. And like, all right, Sierra Tango X one, nine or five, six, you're clear for takeoff. And I'm just like, throttle up. Plane's not going anywhere. I'm like, what am I doing? So it's just this matter of figuring out what all of these buttons do, and I'm just pressing everything. And apparently, in in one of my tangents of pressing buttons, I did something to the airplane that released the brakes, but also made it so that as soon as I took off, I immediately crashed. That was my first experience <laughs> in it. But um, nice. Once I actually got the better internet and photo geometry turned on, it is it's unreal absolutely unreal how um perfect the mapping is i was able to take off from phoenix find the landmarks fly down it and pinpoint my house that's crazy it's that's so cool it's wild Um, yeah there were there were people that were utilizing um the real-time weather tracking to follow the storms that are hitting the united states right now obviously it's not crazy it's not real but it's a it's a simulated um, interpretation of here's what this weather looks like but yeah you can pull in all of this information from i think they i think they pull it from flight aware so you can actually see the real planes that are flying around and if it yeah if that plane loses connection or the um the the service can't track it it will put in artificial intelligence based on where they think it's going so you you're existing in this real world with all flight traffic happening and weather patterns and it's just wild 
<laughs> That's crazy. Did you guys um, see that thing in Australia where um, there's somebody had done a typo in the code and it created a giant <laughs> citadel like of yes. Half-Life? <laughs> yes. They were supposed to type uh, that it was something was a two-story building and they put 212 instead. And so there's just this colossal obelisk in the center of Australia. It's brilliant. <laughs> I need to go in the see outback. that. Um, one thing I, I one thing about it that was uh, if you crash, the screen just goes black, doesn't yeah, it? There's it's no, unfortunate. Like, I tried to do a barrel roll in a C, in a 747, and it's like you oversteered the airplane. Start over. God damn yeah. It. <laughs> but it's wild. I mean, it is actual flight times. It, it's not a simulated scaled down version of the world it, it if it takes six hours to fly from here to toronto it'll take you six hours in the game to fly it oh i didn't know that yeah it is real time distance flying can you save while you're in the halfway through a flight mm, come back later i don't know i think you can land at different airports but yeah you can I, so when you go to pick where you want to fly it just gives you like remember the old google earth map where you could scroll out and see the whole earth and then spin it around yeah. and zoom it? it's like that and then you can click on a bunch of different airports and they even had the airport from my hometown just a little tiny town which of is small yeah really small but um the actual like cool. fleshed out built up airports i think there's only like 20 of them in the in the the base version of the game and then you can buy more but i don't give a shit like i'm not there to travel around an airport i'm there to fly so yeah yeah uh, for for increased immersion, uh, it's good to have like uh, one of those little packs of peanuts or, or pretzels near you when you're playing. Yeah, and <laughs> little mini bottles of alcohol. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have, have Christine like just serve you like a stewardess. <laughs> um, apparently, have, they're have supposed the kids, to be like, walk, walk uh, past you and bump your shoulder every time. <laughs> There's supposed to be VR support coming for it too soon. Which, oh my god, which would be just wild because now with the Oculus Link. Yeah, it'd be great. It is. I, it's, think it's, I think it's cool and all, but for me, it's just not for me. To Dan's like, point, it's boring. really bored of it. It, it yeah. is a boring game. Like I took off in in a couple different airports. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Oh, look, there's that. Like, now what? I mean, yeah. the thing is, it won't appeal to Dan anyway because you think right, twelve hour flight. Dan will finish it in one. That's true. <laughs> Why do you think I always travel to Australia? I can get there quicker. Than everybody <laughs> <laughs> Just get on the plane, mate, and I'm there. But yeah, you're right. You're Except right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Security. It's boring, but yeah, it's it's a simulator. They they're all uh, they're all. It's really overwhelming. You have to be into this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you can you can use the mouse and scroll out, and, like look down at the dash, and like, all of the instruments are actually physically functioning, and little turn dials and knobs and buttons Nuts. and doodads and like I don't know what this does. Well, Click it. Master Correct alarm. Me if start I'm wrong, going they do up. legit they do legitimately use flight simulator to train pilots, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. So with this new technology they'll be able to train them even better. Yeah. And there are there Space. are different tiers of, of of simulation that you can turn on. I think the standard is, is semi simulation where it's it's fairly realistic, but Ooh, you know, yeah. it's not like, oh, you kick the rudder too hard to the left, you're dead. Is there full erection simulation as well or just semi? I think it's I, I think it's the hard on one that you can go to after that. <laughs> Do you get to be that bloke that goes trucks away? <laughs> the guy with the sticks. <laughs> I want uh, something uh, another game 
that's something in the middle where it's got the realism and the you can fly all these different planes and it's got like semi accurate mapping but it's more arcadey like you can you got missiles yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah a 747 commercial airline with <laughs> photon torpedoes yeah duh <laughs> I, wanna, I want one where you'll paraphernalia and all that stuff and yeah. possibly a horn which plays Ride of the Valkyries. Once again, Tom, this is why we don't make games. <laughs> I, wanna, I want one Excuse where you play the a fantastic idea. The I coffee. predict zero sales. We will not fund you. <laughs> Damn it. Tell you what, if I ever win the lottery, I am creating a game studio and we are just going to hire people to sit around and do nothing but create the fucking stupid games that we want to make. <laughs> that will be how I spend my hundreds of millions of dollars. That would be amazing. That's actually a really good idea. <laughs> like if I were Elon Musk, screw it. I don't care about bettering the world in terms of electricity over fossil fuels or like terraforming Mars or whatever. I'm going to make <laughs> stupid video games. <laughs> well, he did put Cuphead in a Tesla, so he does care about these things too. That's true. Only the first world, though, the minge teasing bastard. <laughs> Listen, the guy's got a busy day. Yeah, he's busy throwing um, rocks into his unbreakable windows. <laughs> Gotta make flamethrowers for the masses. Give him a break. Making <laughs> Hank Scorpio. Hey, after that event where he broke their windows was so funny, man. Oh, and he's like, oh, well, better go back to the drawing board on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, other than that, I really haven't been playing much else. I've not had much time. Um, my daughter has gotten super big into Minecraft, like unhealthily addicted to Minecraft. Um, she has evolved um, from Pokemon. And I tell you what, Switch. Uh, no, she's actually been playing it on Game Pass. Fucking shit service. Not a single game ah, on there. Shit, mate. There's no <laughs> games on there. <laughs> Throw the Xbox out. Finally, the Xbox is getting used on a daily basis. Um, but tell you what. <laughs> Don't know why. It's shit, mate. That game, I never really had an understanding of what Minecraft really was. I'm like, eh, it's Legos for adults. Holy shit. There is so much to that game. And like just watching her, I, I did nothing to help her. I'm like, here's a controller. Figure it out on your own. And I've sat yeah. down and I've played with her and she has her head so wrapped around everything in that game. She has created some of the coolest shit. Like it just started off with her just figuring out like, oh, I'm going to put a block here. And she discovered very quickly how uh, you can overload a processor because she dropped into a world and she's like, oh, dad, look, I can put sheep and pig and fish and spiders. And in this small little area, she had thousands of cats <laughs> And the game just chugged. Like, she created all these cool buildings and then just ruined her world by putting way too many animals in there. So the game just couldn't process it all. So it was running at, like, three frames a second. She's like, but, Dad, I want to go back into that world. I'm like, well, you're going to have to go in and kill all those cats. So for, like, three days, she's just going into this world just systematically killing these cats one at a time. And slowly the frame rate would start to increase. And finally she comes out. She's like, Dad, I did it. I killed the last cat. Good for you. you. Under horses. Yeah, you, you know, Eric, you know that like there's an actual end game to Minecraft. There's like a final boss and shit. That's if you do survival mode, isn't it? Yeah, survival. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but you, you said you didn't really know much create. about it. But yeah, there's there's actual like outside the creative mode. There's like an actual. It's a like, huge I think game. It's called the End, end of Dragon it, or something. She's tried create survival mode, but I think she just enjoys more of the uh, the creative. And actually, she and I played through and and completed Minecraft Dungeons together. So she'll pop in and play that she's probably played through the campaign on minecraft dungeons two or three times now i'm getting her ready to play through Baldur's gate with me 
I can't wait for Dan to have kids and he'll play video games with his kids and they'll sit down, grab the controller and go, right, son, we're done. <laughs> Dan's not going to have any kids because it's going to take away from his game time. Don't have time to change right. diaper. You're right. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Um, so has, has anybody been dabbling with the hit of the summer fall, guys, since yes. the last show? Yeah. Oh my God, what a fucking game. That's a good. That's good fun. It is. It's kind of one of those. It's, PS Plus hasn't had these kind of, this kind of indie hit since Rocket League, really, and it's kind of exploded mm. from there. It's yeah, really good the, actually. I think the developers were pretty uh, overwhelmed at the demand on their servers to begin with. Probably had to. Uh, I would love to have been a fly on the wall in their office because it must have been just trying to aggressively scale up as much as possible from the overload that their servers were getting. Yeah. Well, on the first day, they had to like got to like the afternoon. They had to shut shut down shut it down for like two hours. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's yeah, so simple but awesome. I was saying to you guys uh, not long ago that. Um, if Nintendo had a better online infrastructure, this is something that would, would have been a really good addition for something like Super Mario Party, because you mm. could they could potentially fashion like thirty to sixty characters from the Nintendo world and make something similar. It would be awesome. Oh, we're going to see clones of this for sure. I mean, look at all the you know how many battle royales we have now. Yeah, it's sure. a, it, it's essentially MXC battle royale is is what it. It's just the, a goofy mashup yeah. that you know. On paper, it's like, yeah, that won't really work. But in in practice, it's awesome. Yeah, I, I, I saw the trailer and I was actually instantly interested in it. It look, it plays like a Takeshi's Castle kind it, of. It does. Where, it totally does. I was there's, even, there's even similar games on uh, Takeshi's Castle where you have to run the <laughs> one, for example, where there's fake doors. I love yes. that one. <laughs> and, I, I, I really enjoy it. It's good fun. The thing that got me interested at first when Fall Guys was announced for PS Plus was just the fact that it's published by Devolver. Like they're just the biggest name in indie publishing at the moment. If they throw and their so, name on something, you know that in some fashion it's going to be good. At least it's it, not going to yeah, be shit. Definitely. Like there's a lot of weight behind that name now, and so I'm always very interested in those games. So, yeah, fair play to them, man. It's such a hit. It's been a huge hit on PC too, and like it's one of the top games on Twitch that gets streamed by just fucking everyone so it's just so ridiculous it's it's so simple <laughs> and it's so fast-paced that like i sat and played with scott for four or five hours one night and just had a fucking riot yeah because <laughs> it's one of those things where if you're playing with somebody and you lose you want them to win but at the same time you also don't want them to so you're, you're kind of <laughs> counter cheering for them and it's like yeah. i want you to get all the way to the end and then not win which is exactly what happened to me i made it to the last round and it was that stupid mini game where you have to chase somebody that has a tail and you have to be the oh. person with the tail at the last second yeah so it was counting down and i grabbed the tail with one second left and as it was flipping to zero somebody pulled it from me and i lost <laughs> um i've only i've only I haven't played a ton, but I've uh, taken the crown once. And if you guys won at all, no, nope, oh, yeah. not even close. I can't. I can't usually get past the third stage. Oh damn! <laughs> I must admit that there, there is an element. Unfortunately, there is an element of luck to the. I mean, a lot of them. Are, it's luck, but um, especially the team ones. Like if you're just with a bunch of people that yeah, yeah. aren't trying, then yeah, <laughs> it's other people that are the problem, Tom. Basically. It is. It's like real. <laughs> they're, always getting, they're always getting in the way. 
and uh, it makes me miss me jumps and that, and it just does me head in, to be honest. Exactly. <laughs> but no, I've uh, been close. I've got to the final round quite a few times. And I just, yeah, I never cinch it. Um, but yeah, there is a lot of luck. I mean, to be fair, I think the frustration and the luck is actually one of its key factors. Like, that keeps you want to keep going, right, I'll do one more game. I was so close. I want that one more game. I'll do that yeah. one more game because you get so close every single time. I sure don't remember that's when, when I wanna, that's when I want to unlock the dinosaur outfit. Like, oh, nice. That's what keeps me going. <laughs> I showed it to my mom when she came over and she sat and played it for like two hours. So it's it's pretty accessible. I love your mother. She just loves games. It's brilliant. <laughs> just don't challenge her in a rap battle. <laughs> I did. I did. I smashed her. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever say that again. <laughs> thanks for thanks thanks for that. <laughs> Oh dear. Um, before we crack on, there's a, a little game I played um, this week that I, I wanted to kind of chat about for a couple of moments. Um, uh, Nintendo did a indie world, Nindies, whatever they fucking call it, direct um, this past last week, week before. Anyway, and there was something on there that caught my eye. There was a, a little game called um, Takeshi and Hiroshi, um, and it was only like five or six quid on the UK eShop. It's been taken down on the European eShop because uh, there was an issue with the rating or something. It's only been temporary, so it should go back up. But it's only a couple hours long. The really, really kind of interesting idea. So in between the actual parts where you're playing, um, it has this really, really beautiful like puppet animation kind of style. Um, but the game itself is... Um, Takeshi, the older brother, has this younger brother called Hiroshi, and Takeshi is um, essentially a, a game designer, and Hiroshi wants to play it all the time and, and stuff like that, and he's not completed it to a point where it's playable. So what he does is he hooks his laptop up to it, and he pretends he's doing his homework and lets Hiroshi play it, but he's controlling the game at the same time. And Hiroshi is playing the main character who wanders across the screen, and you essentially have to choose the enemies that he is facing, because that's the part Takeshi hasn't um, programmed in yet. And the challenge of it is you have to make sure Hiroshi can survive, but he has to survive within the limits so it's exciting. So he has like a stress level. So the harder it is for him, he has a stress level that goes up. Um but that has to be to a certain point to go into this other meter within five rounds, which then has his enjoyment level. And you, within the five rounds, you have a target like your enjoyment level has to be 200 or 300 each, each time and stuff like that. Um, and it's a weird, weird little concept. And it can be challenging in places to find that balance. But I like to discuss interesting games that might not get a lot of um, light on the show. And I've, I played it and it's definitely worth like five or six quid for sure. Um, but really, really interesting. It has these little storyline parts in between where like uh, Hiroshi gets sick and he wants to enjoy playing the game a bit more and, and things like that. And Takeshi is having to do certain things and then he starts putting enemies in the game that um, he's inspired by the people that he communicates with at school and stuff like that. But yeah, really, really like it's worth a couple hours. I was on Switch. So I've just quickly watched the trailer while you were talking there. And does it have mm. that kind of weird stop motion clear animation in it? That's in yeah, the trailer. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's really, the that's, that's the, really that's cool. the story bit between. Yeah, it's really beautiful. That sounds isn't really it? interesting. Um, um you said it was taken been, down from the EU shop? Uh it said temporarily. Um oh. I don't know if it's back up. That was on what date is it today? That was on the twenty seventh, it got temporarily taken down. I don't know if it's back on there. Did you manage to grab it before? Uh, yeah, I, I grabbed it um, a couple of days after it came out. Um, 
But uh. yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I think it was like £6.20 on there and I had like a pound twenty on in gold credits, so it cost me a fiver. Um, but it's definitely worth, like a very, very interesting little game. Um, and like I said, definitely challenging in places to make sure you're getting that balance of making sure Takeshi is stressed enough to carry on, but also uh, stressed <laughs> enough to transfer that into the joy meter because his stress level starts off at like minus 30 so if you don't get that during the five rounds of each stage if you don't get it above that and he survives your his joy level actually goes down and like i said at the end of each stage you have to have had his joy level up to a certain point um and it's, it's really really simple when you get into the bit where he's playing and you're putting the monsters in um it's very very simple animation but it's still pretty enough it's nice clean interface and everything um but yeah i've really enjoyed it i just want to kind of mention it on here um, nice. If that doesn't sell you on it, I can, can, I can confirm, I've watched the trailer, there is a level which looks like there's a woman which shoots fire out of a vagina at things, which oh. looks quite enjoyable. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm quite interested. Not necessarily based on Dan's comment there, but just generally speaking, it sounds like... <laughs> I, I, think, I think that tickled you, Pickle Tom. I think that aroused the old... <laughs> about fire, dude, you know? Mordor, maybe. <laughs> oh, I believe it might be on um, mobile as well. Is it on? It, seems like it, it seems like it's only on Apple and and Switch. Um, why the Why the yeah. freaks are not on Steam, Galads? Like yeah, PC well, Master Race. Uh, in all seriousness, if it was on Steam, I would have I would have grabbed it by now. <laughs> um. Hmm. Just trying to see if it's back on because you're still using the. EU store, aren't you, Tom? The what, sorry? On your Switch. Oh, on your Switch, you're still using the EU store. I'm using the you? Canadian one now. Oh, it should be up on there. So I should be able to find it. Um, yeah. Have you guys heard of a game called Carrion? Yes. Yeah, Carrion is great. Yeah, it's on uh, It's on Game Pass. Yeah, that's where <laughs> I, I played why, it. Mate. Put your shit on there. <laughs> uh, yeah, they've been recommended it a couple of times at work. Uh, people have been playing it saying it's really good i don't know if it's my kind of thing or not but it, it seems to have been doing the rounds and uh thought it's that maybe a metroid at least... Vania, so it isn't yeah okay okay just thought i'd mention <laughs> it anyway because it feels like a game that you, you at least down would, would really like and yeah right it's it's on my radar i'm waiting for a, a little bit of a price drop i think before i dabble but pc looks, game pass yeah 15 yeah. bucks get on it great service oh, ton of great shit. games I didn't even think of that. Actually, well. game. I think Game Pass for if you just get the PC, it's like five quid. I think. Oh God, Dan! Free games. Dan's going to exhaust. Game, Dan's going to beat Game Pass. And then, and then, and then Dan can wait for things game to come Pass, onto Game Pass on PC. They have it has filled out quite a bit now. It's like two hundred games on there. Yeah, oh, it's well, technically still in beta. For the day. That's, a, that's an afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it's like a fiver, Dan. Fiver a month, like just for the PC version for the first month it's a it's a dollar. i wouldn't bother mate bunch of shit on there yeah no bunch of shit on the xbox version pc version's oh, got splice him alan beef alan beef cakes on there yeah <laughs> alan cheese oh dan you missed out it was free on epic you games you can also play apow ark survival evolved blair witch if you want oh, and you like that. Richard, so a great oh, review on Arc recently <laughs> dan please record you playing blair witch no <laughs> oh uh, dead cells is on there bit of children of mortar Oh, Children of Mord is so good. Yeah. Dis- Dishonored 2, Dragon Quest 11. Should we yeah. just set aside an hour to read every game that's on Game Pass right now? Because <laughs> that sounds like really, really engaging no. material. 
Gears I'm just fine. Into it. Leave me alone. It's, it's fine. Like all you need to do is a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. Like that video Done. I sent you. I scrolled through every one of them. Yeah. Shit. All the Halo games are on there, Dan. Have you mm. seen Halo? Have you seen Halo? <laughs> <laughs> it's got derp because it's been delayed. Hell, Derek. <laughs> oh man, derpy derp the simulation. Did you guys did you guys finish that or not? Or just kind of bail? Uh, I'm going to start it up again because I've got an even better sound system set up in my new living room. Oh, I've added nice. more speakers. Very cool. <laughs> uh, no Man's Sky's on there. Ori and the no. Will of the Wisps. Listen, yeah. how about you go through it alphabetically? If we're going to do it, do it with a bit of order. Yeah, No Man's Sky's N. Ori and the Will of the Wisps is O. Hi, oh, and right at the end, Yakuza Kiwami 2, which I haven't played yet. Bit of Rage oh, T. Here he goes. That starts with the B. Bit of that there, Stranger <laughs> Things. <laughs> A lot of games that start with B. Sunset Overdrive. Anybody else played anything worth talking about? Or can uh, we move on? I, I mean, I play. I played the next game that we're playing for the next show, but I should probably wait for the next yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Wait. Parachute the only games <laughs> I've been playing, I've been busy doing a lot of other stuff, but so I just didn't have any any time. It. But I, I've been going through um, Salt and Sanctuary. Oh, that is a that's a fun game. I actually just downloaded that on my video again last Sanctuary. night. Yeah, I, I I tried it when it first came out, and I I I don't know what happened. I just I, maybe I was just. Uh, not getting on with it but I re-downloaded it recently just thought I'd give it a go because I was looking for another Souls-like game and uh, man that game's good really enjoying it really, really is this one it. a Salt-like? sorry Mike is this one a Salt-like? yes yes and um, and other than that a bit of the old Linkin Park music pack on Beat Saber oh yeah it's good to shoot that that's good fun, but it's very, very difficult. I'm, I've had I, to go down swear, to hard for a few of them. Yeah, I swear every time they release a new music pack on Beat Server, it gets well, harder they just assume that people are getting better. There I know, are. but the way I see it now, right, because I used to complain about this, and I sometimes still do, like every time a new pack comes out, it gets ridiculously hard, even though you're naturally, you're, oh, if, yeah. if you're naturally um, sitting at the expert level, you feel like you have to go back down to hard or normal. I do anyway. But then I'm thinking, I kind of um, link it to like, well, it's just how well you know how to play each song. Mm. It's just how well you know the song. Like, oh, I can play this song because I've played it so many times, but this is brand new. So I, 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 I see, I was just thinking if I'm expert in five, these five songs, I should be expert in all 50. And it's just not the case. Get it's muscle memory like the, repetition, isn't it? Like it's like playing an instrument or playing like rock band or exactly, stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, like it's muscle memory. Yeah. And I, I just didn't, like, I just didn't attribute it to that. I, tr- I kept thinking of it more just like a, like a game, I suppose. I do um, overkill now. I could probably do that with my eyes shut because it's like yeah. I've done it that many times. Um, yeah, I can do overkill um, on expert with the disappearing arrows and the faster song. Oh, That's Jesus. pretty much just my go-to now. And uh, the Camellia songs, I still can't do most of them. No, I can't expert. do those either. Those are ridiculous. I've, I've done Cycle Hit twice, and ever since I can't beat it anymore. And no, I never play the 90 degree ones now either, really, to be honest. I don't, no, I don't I'm enjoy not, I'm them. I'm not a fan of them. I'm not a fan of them, actually. Yeah. The 360 ones on the Oculus are a blast, though. Jesus. 
I, I can imagine there would be. But uh, I, wait, how does it work? Like in terms of when, how does it indicate to you that the next note is going to be behind you? It, it won't ever go directly behind you. Oh, okay. Yeah, very kind similar. Of nat- like when you play the 90 degree one, it has a natural flaw, which takes you in a direction, I find. So it's probably like that. Yeah, it'll never mm. have you go more than 90 degrees to one side. Oh, okay. It's slow increments. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. But it can be quick. Like you can bounce from this. You, know, you just cycle your yeah. way around. I'm pretty sure the overkill 90 degree level is on Expert Plus, which is. is just ludicrous. It is. <laughs> wow. Uh, can't even Vader, get past the start of that one. Uh, is Vader Immortal available yet on PSVR? Is that yeah, out now? This week. That's Any of you guys pick it up? Did they release it as an individual episode like they did on Oculus? Or did they release it as a full thing? Uh, they're in episodes, but you buy the you get it all at once. Got it. Yeah, definitely yeah. worth it. Uh, really good. Yeah, I, I've only just been able to start playing my VR again because our sofa's the actual correct sofa now. So. <laughs> Yeah, I've actually only played it on Eric's Quest. It was really good. Really liked it. Yeah. How much is it? Thirty. Some money. It's usually, Not sure. It's like ten dollars yeah, an I'll episode. Pick, I'll pick it up. I'll pick it up in a sale. Wait for PS Plus. You know. Just wait for it on Game Pass. Yeah, I will. They haven't put a VR game on PS Plus for a while. No, they haven't. Actually. We got we got Firewall a few months ago. Yeah, a few months. Too long. Too long. There's not really any new ones, that's why. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it does feel like development slowed down a bit. Well, that, there is new VR games. The problem is they never get mainstream attention, so nobody ever knows about them. No, it's true. Well, you've got fans of new PC now, Dan. You can research them. I feel like a lot of good games get lost in uh, VR experiences as well, and like concepts that are on the PSN store. don't know if you guys see that, like random stuff where you can like go to the great barrier reef or uh different like not like i would say non like not games exactly Mm. i can't remember what it's called but i saw it on Eurogamer earlier in the week there's a new vr game where it's kind of like you do swinging like spider-man but you use plunges and it's set in russia (laughs) (laughs) so it looks crazy that's cool hey what was that game dan you've got that you're like a samurai or something Oh, um, friggin' hell! What's it called? Yeah, I was, I, I was, I was trying to think about it the other day. I was, I was going to look for it because um, two seconds, I'll go find it. All right, you just talk amongst yourselves. I'll come back. We can't do that. We don't. We, we kind of. The, no, he's gone. This whole show is going to fall it. apart now. Oh shit! It's I like know what it's. Time it's uh, it starts with an S. Um. Um. What are you fruit talking nin- about? I, I zoned out for a nin- second. Fruit Ninja? <laughs> it's not it's Fruit Ninja. <laughs> Sekiro. Uh, Sirento, that's what it is. Sirento? Yep. There he is. What's he going to say? Dan, Dan, comes. Dan, is it Sirento? It is Sirento, ah, yes. You've, I just heard you it. scream it from across the room. and uh, well, like, That's yeah, what that's your it. headphones are. If you can hear us from across the room through your headphones. How loud are your headphones? Your headphones are way too loud. <laughs> and that's why we get all the feedback on the show. I'm a little bit deaf. You don't know, figure it out, everyone. You don't okay. say. I feel like that deserved more attention. It looks really cool. It is. It is cool, but it's really disorientating. And 
what isn't is, isn't that good about it is there's kind of no weight and hepth Hepth, depth to the sword fighting it's kind of so if you were to say somebody's coming towards you with a sword you can't hit their sword which kind of takes you out of it got it so that's that, yeah it's also 50 I mean, it, bucks <laughs> it's it's all read it's it's an outflush just a single pip it's 35 pounds slash 50 bucks that's that's high or is yep. it i don't know I think I bought it because I had an Amazon gift card, so I ah, okay. bought it. I found a VR game at Best Buy on Super Clearance the other day, which is apparently supposed to be really good, called Apex. Yeah, I've played the demo. It's a- Apex you Construct. Use a bow and arrow, right? Yeah, I haven't opened it. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Got really good I heard reviews. it was really good. So, give it a shot. Figure for five bucks. It's the kind of hidden in the depths of the PSN store. But there is yeah. something called Demo Pack 1 and 2 for VR, I think, which have loads of different experiences on. I think like several of them, Dan. I think it's like three or four of them now. Yeah, I actually really like um, the the OG uh, PlayStation Worlds disc. Yeah. I, it's still cool. Oh, yeah, I really enjoyed that, actually, when I first tried it. The Liu Jin one is cool. Yeah, that was great fun. I like that. <laughs> It was great because I could lie down on my sofa as well. <laughs> you should lie down in your new gaming chair. Play that. Yes. Oh, there he goes. Oh, I thought you were going to lie down again. No. Yeah. Oh. No. Oh, I saw you reach for the mm. handle. No. I wonder I just if mine can lay dick. down. May I remind you guys this is mainly an audio podcast. <laughs> yep still yeah, er- an audio podcast er- he's, he's gone he's full thumb heavily reduced the, the back of his chair reduced guys should we get to why we're here please god so we can put this game behind us <laughs> sorry I should have saved my thoughts and opinions for the end of the segment <laughs> sure thing bye Dan oh. <laughs> Oh, his cable, his cable, the cable. Uh-oh. Oh, God, he's going to pull it off. He's back. <laughs> Jesus Christ. May I remind you, audio. <laughs> nope. Nope. All right. Eight minutes of mime jokes. But yes, let's, uh, let's finish this out because this game has dragged on for far too long. Um, last show, we did the first half of Grandy One. We're going to finish it off today and move on to something different. So... You could Tom. almost say it is Tom. That's your cue. It is the game of the week. Week. Second of the week. Standards are slipping here. Where was the zoom? It's been a month, two months since he's been on. So give him a break. A bit rusty. Where was the grandier guys at the start of the show as well? Look, I'm rusty. Gaia guys. <laughs> so yeah tom you you've played some of this so get us caught up give us your give us your thoughts on 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 some grandia before we kind of delve into the second half and kind of shore up our thoughts on it yeah i i mean uh, yeah as i was on the first um the first grandia show but i was playing through and uh well i i was pretty much the um the force behind this this choice I think you and I um, were equal, equal to blame. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to blame. Because I think you and I are kind of both in the same boat where we both have this this soft spot in our heart for Grandia, but we don't really know why. I do. I do. I, I remember buying this game like when it first came out. You could. It was like not in stores. I had to order it through like sending a check to some random company and hoping it arrived. Uh, Sounds or, like, secure. Get, getting my mum to do it anyway. Um, it got incredible reviews. Our PS1... Uh, the PS1 era was just there were so many JRPGs to get through an abundance of time as a kid and Grandia was the latest one and it was very well received very cutesy very charming and it totally delivered I really liked despite nowadays it being very slow and weird and clunky the fact that it had voice acting was really cool <laughs> in in the cutscenes um, but, but even at the I, time it was considered abysmally bad it was it was uh but i think it, if i think about it i think it might i think it was the first rpg i played that had voice acting um i would agree so that was kind of cool and and it's cracking it's great nice voice acting. nice pixel art at the time and um yeah so i thought well it'd be really good to revisit i never finished uh grandia as a kid which is which should have been my first red flag because it kind of <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a lot of time that. back then and I finished most stuff just because you know you had the time to do so and and unlike nowadays when you have like PS Plus humble bundles and cheap games it was like maybe one or two games a month that we would get and you know that'd be it from your parents so why didn't I finish it and I found that holy hell the difficulty spike in this game is such a huge traje- trajectory upwards like a steep incline it, dude, it's around a the straight wall it, it is really something like i would actually argue that even the first 25 percent, it gets difficult quickly like and for the for the most part it, it's just because grinding is tough like battles are really uh very limited in the fact that um it's not random encounters uh, every few seconds. It's physical enemies on the map that either run into you or you can like get a preemptive strike on them. Once they're done, they're done. And you, in order to try and get them to respawn again, you have to either save your game and back out or uh, maybe if you leave the area and come back, you See, can... See, and I tested could, that, though. You can't just go to the second area within that, that dungeon and in the come same back. Dungeon? No, they're gone. no. Yeah, okay, sorry. You have to physically leave that area. I think just before you go on with that, Tom, the problem with the progression system for me as well is the way that um, spells and abilities are leveled up as well. It's really difficult and takes very time consuming to get them up. You've kind of got to plan it out in advance. Well, especially in the early part of the game, too, because to to kind of bridge off of that, and I think we, we kind of really delved more into the combat system in the second half because of the brick wall. We're like, all right, well, we got to figure this out and we really have to kind of play the system a little bit. At the beginning, it's hard to level up the magic because you're only fighting onesie, twosie enemies that don't stay clumped together. So you're you're only getting six yeah. to eight points towards your magic per battle. Whereas towards the end of the game, you can utilize these AOE spells and you can be getting 120, 240 points towards your magic in any given battle. So it just takes forever in the first half. So you kind of neglect it, which is exactly what I did. By the time I got to the second half, a a lot of my weapon skills were up in the mid-20s. And my magic stuff was still (laughs) level one, level two, maybe. And see, I didn't know that that's how it works. I didn't realize that by using 
you could only level up magic by using it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just you know, you would get experience spread across everything you had equipped at that time. And one of my major issues with it was, um, again, even only in, only in the first half, was uh, the the MP cost against the result. Like it would feel like I could only cast one, two spells max per battle. And then the fact that you can only hold 12 items per character and such an antiquated RPG mechanic. It's annoying as hell. And like you maybe you maybe only are some of those items, uh, ones that recover MP. Um, so I you never had the items a- I needed Tom ever. Yeah. No. <laughs> in the entire game, like resurrected portions and stuff. Nah, I tell you what, though, any. there was a part in the second half that I hit where I was grinding, and every battle I would get two rescue set potions. I had so many rescue sets by the end, and those things were just absolutely key uh, because they, they restore 120 HP to the entire party. So I went into the final series of battles with everybody just stacked to the nines with rescue sets. Yeah, I it there's just a few things like if okay, if you're gonna have um limited items and stuff, then maybe help the player in other aspects. I would quite like to if maybe um if a player was was knocked out during a battle, once the battle's finished, they're revived on like one HP. That way you can use healing items on them. Like I think that would have been better. It's kind of, the RPG community is kind of the RPG games are kind of split on that. The, it, the, I, I would say it's a good fifty yeah. percent of the games that 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 kill an enemy or kill a character off in the in the battle will revive them with one HP, but a lot of them don't. Yeah, and that's annoying because then you have to either burn off one of your super expensive resuscitation potion. I mean, those are like three yes. grand a pop. Um, yes, and, and at that point you don't have resurrect spell. I think. Even by the end of the game, the only person that had resurrect was still Lietti. Oh yeah, okay. Lietti, it's Lietti. It's it's Lietti. They say Lietti. Oh god, the crappy voice acting. They say Lietti. Um, like no, Lietti. I, I, I I found the battle system. I liked so the aspects of it. I really liked. So I remember when I first played this game. This is the first. Um, RPG I played where characters are actually physically on the map like enemies are there you can see them and you can like uh, uh, you could avoid them if you wanted to or um, you must not or have played choose to Chrono find Trigger a way in to the day then infiltrate them yeah did Chrono Trigger do it mm-hmm. yeah it did yeah it did yeah yeah okay so, this is, so I never played Chrono Trigger so this is the first one I'd done and um, and I liked that you could strategically kind of somewhat move around the the battle map to uh, and try and cancel enemies' moves before they've managed to strike you first. I tell you what was annoying about the trying to avoid enemies on the map, though. Uh, yeah. Because you have everybody in a line, so if you try to run by them, and you, like the first three people would get by, it would notify the enemy, and they would try to attack you or charge towards you, and it would catch the person at the tail end, and then suddenly you're in an ambush situation. You're like, ow, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. That happens so much, but... Yeah, Dan so. and I discovered the canceling issue much too late in the game for that to be effective for our <laughs> gameplay. Yeah, I discovered it on the last boss. I would not have understood <laughs> it had you not told me because, like, well, why do I want to do a critical when it does half the damage of a normal combo? This doesn't make sense. Oh, so the whole point of the critical was to cancel. Yeah. It cancels the enemy's attack. But, and it's really, it's really kind of 
annoying slash neat because it requires quite a bit of timing. It'll really only cancel them if they're beyond the the comms in section in that last section. Yeah. So it all depends on your IP skill. And I, I really started to look more into the skills too. Um, your IP level or your wit level, which was increased by your magic skill. So fortunately, a lot of my characters had really high magic levels, which directly correlated to how quickly they moved along that IP bar. But if you had a really low wit and and you went to cancel or you went to critical and you couldn't outpace that character in that last section to cancel them out, they'd hit mm. you and then cancel you out. <sighs> So it is a neat combat system. Now that I'm at the end of the game and I look back at it and go, there are some things I definitely misunderstood and maybe on a secondary playthrough, I would enjoy it much, much more. Yeah. It is a it is a neat combat system. The problem yeah, with yeah. it is though, Eric, that they, the way they tell you about it is through those hints at the save points. That's the only inkling you get really of how oh, it works. Yeah. There's no proper tutorial or anything. Oh, I never read those. A standard. <laughs> I don't need no hints. That's cheating. Well, uh, I, no, messaged right. Eric, I messaged Eric the other day, Tom, and he didn't even know about the move section where you could see how no, you no, needed no, no, to no, level no. up your spells. No, 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 I knew about <laughs> it. I had glanced at it. I didn't. I looked at it and went, that looks like a lot of information. Uh, skip. I had to use the move move uh, option, I think, on one of the first bosses. So I kept dying. I realized I had to move out of the way of one of their big attacks. No, no, we're talking in the menu where you, you click into menu yeah, and you go over to the right and it says moves and it shows you to unlock XYZ oh. move, you need yeah, yeah. like 24 fire and 13 yeah. water. I got to oh, the yeah, end and, that didn't that. and Justin ah. was horribly, horribly underleveled in his magic. Like fire, 35, water, two, wind, two, <laughs> earth, five. I'm like, oh, I've got some shit ahead of me. Water and earth was such a ball ache to level up, though. I didn't, I don't think those worked the same as fire. Like, fire was clear. You cast a fire spell, it AoEs, it hits everybody, you get the points for all of that. Water, it, w- when you would heal somebody or do all heal, did it count as you hitting more people, or was it just... Yes, it a- did, but the problem is you don't get all heal until about level 16. Yes. So you can only you can only target one person. Then about level five, you get the snooze move, which half the time doesn't work. So you don't get any points <laughs> for using it. What about when you got the? I think it was uh, crackle, where it would lower the 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 foe's movement. Did that count towards it? Yes, it did. But that okay. again only targets one, and then you get diamond dust, which targets them all. That's, and that's right. wind and water. Well, there, and no, there's one that decreases movement for all of them. I think that's later on as well. Yeah. But yeah, leveling and that one up sucked. Tremor was great. Um, it was, but was the spell great. took so long to cast. Yes. That I just didn't want to use it. I got really tired of listening to the voice acting for the different spells. Like, 100 million degrees, go! Like, oh, God. <laughs> I, like, I particularly disliked rap when he goes, when you do dig in or something like that, and he goes, use your guts! 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 <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot how how um the one time when battles did start to get easier was when uh gadwin joins your party yeah you guys are yeah. like at, around the end of the world uh, yeah. section because he's really strong and i was like oh man maybe i should be uh closer to 
his level. <laughs> no, that, see, I, I think I discussed this on the first episode. I realized that he was going to be a guest character because he was so OP compared to my character. So I was like, I am not giving him any good stuff. Yeah, but then Lietti came yeah. in and she was super OP and she stayed with you to the end of the game. No, she was about the same level as me when she joined me. Oh, she was much higher than me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you got through this game. So, yeah, about that. Um I hit a point where I was ready to call it quits. I mean, I, I, I posted that message on Facebook where I was legitimately ready to set the game down and just take the blow and be like, fuck this, because it was so unbelievably frustrating. I had fought that boss probably 30 times, and each battle was a good 10, 15 minutes, and I just physically could not get past it. And you know what? I figured I'm going to get out ahead of this because I don't want to get on the show and then be like, oh, I didn't finish it, guys. And then just... No, 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 no. That's not what happened. It is. No, it isn't. It is. (laughs) You put out a post on Facebook. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you were giving up, but you skipped out the very important part where you got bullied (laughs) by every member of the Factory Seal community. (laughs) No, that's what I was getting at. I said, I'm going to get ahead of this and put it out on Facebook. And everybody, instead of replying in kind of like, you know what? You gave it a good shot. They're like, fucking get good. Sucks to suck. Oh God! It's almost like this. they're listening to somebody who talks like that on this very show. <laughs> <laughs> Stark reminder that sometimes tough love works. So I hope you guys are all proud of yourself. Bullying worked. Cancel culture. All that jazz. I didn't want to get. Tom, canceled. how far did you get? Uh, I got to the Tower of Doom. The Good. Tower of Doom. Good effort. Yeah, and then I just. Yeah, it got very difficult, and I, I I went wrong somewhere. I went wrong somewhere with regards to scaling up my characters. So uh, I think yeah. part of it was not using magic um, because it never was it never was any more powerful than just slashing with Justin. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, and that's I, the point where I was at too, where <laughs> where I decided, you know what? All right, I better just charge through this. I had to go and do a good two three hours of just nothing but leveling and then i got through that section of bosses and i figured all right i've done enough leveling i should be good to not coast through but i should be good for the end of the game and uh no i had to do several more sections of two plus hours of leveling even right at the final boss i had to go through and do two more hours of leveling oh my god see i was never under leveled but i really struggled with some of the bosses I didn't have to do any major grinding. I just kind of, towards the end, once I got a grasp of how the abilities and the spell upgrades worked, I just kind of focused on doing that in every battle. And like Eric said, as you get towards the end, you get more enemies on screen, like usually eight at once. So if you use a big AOE spell, you get points for every enemy that hits. So if it hits all eight, you get more points. What's really nice, though, is that at that point, you can really quickly scale up your passive buffs because you can do crowd management on on the six-plus enemies. You can have one person just kind of do snooze on them or reduce movement, allow them all to hit you, and then have somebody level up all of their healing while somebody else is using... Um, snooze or or what was that one stardust or symphony or whatever it was and just build up all that passive stuff some of the spells were really cool because they actually leveled up both water and 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 wind or fire and earth at the same time yeah apparently a good strategy to use is justin gets um gadwin's dragon cut 
and that hits yes. loads of enemies at once and levels up his sword or mace or axe or whatever you've got equipped and earth and fire at the same time. So I was using that at the end and I could use it on eight enemies and I would get about 100 points and instantly level up each of those things. I tell you what worked in my favor, though, and, and you didn't even get this, was uh, as, for as much as I neglected magic, um, I was constantly using an attack. And I was switching through the weapon, so I had the mace, the sword, and the axe, all plus 30. And by the time I hit a certain magical threshold, it unlocked his most powerful move in the game called the H&E cut, or Heaven and Earth cut. And the description was just simply Justin's best move. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you what, that move saved my bacon. But Damn. yeah, the the kind of to just drive the point home, the 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 second half of this game uh was not nearly as fun as the first half. It, not even, it not became even close. it became a slog, whereas I was quite excited to play it originally. It was kind of more uh I have Ooh. to get through this to finish it. Which is unfortunate, yeah. though, because I really enjoyed the first half of this game. Um, loved so the, did I. I. I loved the world. I loved the characters. I, I didn't really have a full grasp of the combat. Um, and I think that actually worked against me because had, had the combat been a little bit clearer, had I, had I utilized it properly, the second half might have been better because that's when they really started to open up the plot and... I think I maybe would have appreciated a little bit more because I'm walking away from the tail end of this game going, the second half of this story fucking sucked. Like, it just took a complete left turn, and I have no idea what happened. And I don't know if it's because there were such long gaps in my time from actually processing chunks of it, or if I was just too frustrated with the Mm. combat system. It just doesn't make much sense, to be honest, I think. It went from this really, really neat adventure game like it, it was a, 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 I'm reluctant to use the word cutesy because it's not cutesy, but it, it was this very lighthearted romp uh, as a teenager who just wants to be an adventure. And you could really get the sense of like he's super gung ho and like he just wants to be like his dad and explore the world. And yeah. the, 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 the adventuring age is over because he said, that's it. We found the end of the world. Nothing left to do. And he's like, bullshit. What's on the other side of the wall? I'm going to go find out. And he stumbles into this plot of the Angelunians and and figuring out, well, what happened to them? I want to know about the Ikarians. And, and it, it's really neat, but then it just completely falls apart. It can't hold itself up because suddenly now you have this weird military scheme and like this thing called Gaia that every so often when an evil presence comes back within the world, the Ikarians... The, the Akarian civilization has twins that are born who are supposed to rise up and defeat this evil power by sacrificing themselves. And suddenly you're inside this this rectum called Gaia that's pulsating and throbbing <laughs> and it, you fight a giant butt plug and it's just weird. It is really weird. And conveniently, one of the said twins is Fina. Yeah. Just out of nowhere. She, she sprouts wings and... Oh yeah, yeah. And then there's there's an entire section where for some reason Fina leaves the party and then everybody falls out with Justin for no reason, and it's bizarre. Like, but then it's just, like a gotcha, and like three, literally three minutes later, everybody's best friends with you again after telling you to go get bent. Yeah, and everybody who is a guest character comes back suddenly, even though they are f- from other sides of the world. When, at what point of the game was that in? Towards the end. That was after uh, okay. the um, 
what, what was the name of the flying ship? The Grandeur. The Grandeur. So after we left off, oh, okay. I, I don't I don't think we really need to go bit by bit at the end because I don't think any of us, I don't think either you or I, Dan, really have a full grasp of, of exactly <laughs> what happened to do it any justice. Plus, I don't think it really uh, needs to be. Basically, a giant tentacly thing turns things to stone. Nice people have to stop it for reasons. <laughs> Good, good summary. Very profound. Also, a summary of most hentai. Yes, <laughs> but no, this thing called this thing Search called result history revealed. This thing called Gaia um, is is discovered, and the Garlisle forces are trying to harness the power of Gaia. And its side effect is that it turns things to stone. And yeah, Justin and Fina have to set off to defeat this because justin's whole thing is like well why should we be relegated to a predetermined destiny and just repeat this cycle over and over and over so i want to defeat that and break the cycle and usher in an era of peace and prosperity where the Ikarian twins don't have to sacrifice and 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 die to save the world just for this to happen again so justin in his uh, ever-present optimism sets off to change the course of history mainly because he wants to bone fina yeah very thirsty something something to do with which is hinted at earlier on and then kind of forgotten about for hours on end there's something to do with spirits and Akarians, and they lived in harmony with spirits and the kind of it's the desire to get rid of gaia brings spirits back into the world and everything's peaceful and prosperous afterwards and stuff like that but Mm. to get this to happen they need to stop general balls who is like (laughs) kind of um assimilated Gaia into his being and become this kind of horrible creature thing. Yeah. But his yeah. motivation is kind of just, he wants to become a higher life form, like full Sephiroth style And uh, Do you fight Mullen? Yes, uh, you yep. do fight him single combat with Justin at one point. He was a pushover. Oh. But yeah. he kind of, uh, that, that fight again is just out of the blue and makes no sense. What about the part where you go to space? Well, oh, like, yeah. little, like legitimately. So he's trying to find this this myth, mythical world of Alent, which was where the uh, Angeluans lived, right? Yes. So to get to Alent, you have to take a special elevator to space. From Rainbow Mountain. <laughs> it gets real weird. <laughs> And then you're, is a Lent is where you're in the time warp, right? Or was uh, that in no, was that in no, Lane? That's where there's all the copies of Liette. Oh yeah, that's right. So yeah, you go through a, a mystical time warp world, and suddenly you're up in space in a Lent, and then to come back down, you have to basically just fall through the atmosphere, and you're like, "Don't worry, you'll be okay." <laughs> it's just they were right, weren't they? I mean, they you were. were right. They were. Yeah, giant penis-shaped rocket falls from a lent and you fall back down to Earth. And it's just bizarre, man. It really just falls on its ass. What about Dorlin, Durlin, and Darlin? The oh, yeah. uh, the sentient cow that the giant Tess is married to. Did you yeah, get that far, and, Tom? So what? so Milda, the, the giant Amazonian sex machine, is married to a <laughs> sentient cow named Darlin. <laughs> so what? they all they all speak like American Tom as well. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. We're not was, making this shit up, dude. 
Which honestly, I was I every time that. they were speaking, I was listening to them in your voice. So when you get to the town of Lane, um, you have to, in order to find the way to Alent, one of the wise men knows the way, and that was Dorlin. But Dorlin has gone a little forgetful because he left his party horn somewhere, and you have to go oh, find. Yeah. You have to go to the warp core, or you have to go to Old Lane, which has been. Has that been turned to stone? I don't remember at that point. No, that's been turned into a weird warp zone for some reason where everything doesn't make sense and you go through doors and you end up in different Yeah, so it was like a big stuff. EDM rave that Dorlin went to and he lost his <laughs> horn and you have to go pick up his horn to bring it back to him so he can remember what the hell happened. And it's basically he's just on this weird acid trip talking nonsense. So you give him his horn and he comes back and suddenly he's like, oh, all right, well, this is how you get there. And uh, yeah, they're they're the three wise men, three sentient cows, and Milda's doing one of them. It's just weird. it's just weird. I thought I thought she was like I thought she was just calling him Darlin as a term of endearment, but he is legitimately called Darlin, and he wears a giant moo moo. And then for some reason, on the character portraits, every so often it zooms in massively on their face. <laughs> Speaking of character portraits, about three quarters of the way through, the game decides that it's done just letting you know who's talking, and it will randomly put a different character portrait up for someone who's talking that's not even in the scene. Yeah, like, I remember uh, there was Justin, a character Justin portrait that came talking, up. I'm like, turned into Mullen, and then somebody else turned into Lean. And <laughs> so what's going on? There was one character portrait that showed up. Like, I have no idea who that is. I've never seen that person, and then never <laughs> saw that person through the rest of the game. Like, who is this? Apparently it's a weird bug on the Switch version. Uh, they, uh, the remastered collection even, so on Steam and stuff as well. But it's just bizarre. And then to go with the bizarre accents as well, you meet this Morgia guy. What's he called? Uh, Guido? Guido, yeah. Which is yeah. not... Who's, I mean, that's a, kind of a Italian? derogatory term now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's Italian, so he's like, Hey, Justin, uh. I, every no, time I read his you. text, I read it as Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. It's a Mia Guido. No. <laughs> They're like putting no necessary ears after every word and stuff. It's just so strange. So I never got to Lane Village. Is that is this, um, is this where you meet Milda? Or do you already have Milda? No, that's where, yeah, that's yeah, where Milda's from. Lane. She's uh, like Lane. I think it's just after that. I think you meet her at the Tower of Doom. Oh, okay. No, you meet she Milda before that because Milda goes with you to Lane and that's where she stays because now she's home with her husband and she needs to get a little bit of that. that oh, well, it's the, that it's the other village that you meet her at. What's the Raps village called? Mm. Kaifu. Shit town or something. Kaifu. Kaifu. Or ka- Kafu? Kafu? Yeah. So, yeah, coffee. Justin has this spirit stone that he got from his dad. And in order to save Fina, who's been captured by General Ball in the underground ruins of Zilpadon, he says, I will give you the spirit stone in return for Fina. So he tosses over the stone and, of course, does not get Fina in return. Um, Ball takes her up onto the grandeur, and uh, Justin somehow manages to get up there by jumping on top of a flying desert sand manta ray. 
<laughs> what was, this is where it lost me, right? This is the point where I went, what is going on? Because It was a cool scene. Point, it looked really cool. <laughs> at this point, right? The rest of the party had split away from Justin. He was by himself. <laughs> and he was running around the edge of a temple thing, chasing after this giant spacecraft that was floating right in the air. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the other two dudes, with no context, just fly up on this desert manta ray. <laughs> I was just like, what's going on? So they fly up to the ship, and then the, the, the manta ray gets shot out of the sky. Like, here's this happy sand manta ray. He's like, hey, guys, I'll fly up there. And then it gets killed. They fall onto the ship. They go onto the ship. They end up destroying it. Justin's, like, it splits up like the Titanic in the sky. Justin's falling. Fina jumps off after her, or after him. And they have this really in-depth conversation as they're plummeting to their death. And then Fina goes, oh, I got you, Justin. Gives him a hug and then sprouts her wings and saves everybody. There is another bit later on where there's an inexplicable manta ray as well, which they've acquired another one. I think it's the same one. <laughs> Survived. Hooray. <laughs> it's got to be. So, yeah, the the second half of this story is just weird. Um I don't even I don't even really know how to wrap my head around exactly what happened at the end, other than Ball was trying to uh, use Gaia to destroy the world and rebuild it to how he sees fit. So now that he has the spirit stone from Justin, he has the final piece of the puzzle because he's been going around all of these ruins, which you met him at the beginning of the game. They're looking for the spirit stone. And he can now fully revive Gaia to destroy the world and rebuild it as how he sees fit. Uh, for some reason, partway through, the Guilisle forces suddenly turn on him, and you are now not at odds with them because they've had this mutiny, and he's allied with them. Um, Lean, Fina's... I didn't get this bit where Lean sacrifices herself. I did not understand why, because nothing happened. Uh, so, she did. She sacrificed herself to immobilize Gaia using the J-Base's steam cannons. Hmm. I didn't get that. So then Mullen wants to use Fina's powers to defeat Gaia, but Justin, the intellectual that he is, understands that all this will do is perpetuate the cycle, and by using the powers of the Ikarians, Gaia won't truly be killed, but it goes back to its dormant state, and then history is just set to repeat itself. So another general ball at some point in the future will rise to power and have some sort of evil plan Gaia will come up, subdue it, the Akarians will show up, rinse, repeat. He says, nope, we are going to break the cycle. And this is where, this is where, where, where everybody turned on him because uh, Mullen and Fina took off. And Justin turns around to his friends. He's like, guys, let's go. We have to get her. And they all go, fuck you. Why aren't you going after her right now? And I'm just sitting there thinking, he literally just said, guys, come with me. Let's go. And they treated it as if he said, well, let's go home, guys. I tried. And like, it just, uh, the cohesion was not there. I wonder if it was some sort of bad translation, bad translation. Like maybe Justin was, su- was, was supposed to say, um, I, I don't know what he was supposed to say, but it, it just was really weird. Yeah, it, it made little to no sense that bit, and I was really confused. Like Eric says, about three minutes later, everybody's back and just loves it, loves them again. 
Um, so I mentioned this to Eric earlier in the week, so this isn't, well, sort of story related, but this game has a real obsession with introducing characters and then getting rid of them. It's really frustrating because mm. mm. you go yeah. all the way through and there's all these guest characters. I think there's three or four by the end. And it's just, it's like, why bother? And you never know who's going to be your full party. Like I expected Liette to be a party, not a, a guest party member, and she ended up being actual member of the party until the end of the game. Yeah, there are forums I was looking at where people were saying, um, people were asking for recommendations on what equipment to give which characters because of the assumption that maybe the character won't be around anymore and they would take all the equipment with them. Because um, I'm not sure if they drop it all. I was I wasn't sure on this because Eric seems to think that they didn't. But um, when do you when they leave the party? What they do leave behind is these items which contain the experience they've gained. See if they've got certain experience in a weapon, which you can uh, then use to give to another character. Yeah. Okay. But other than that, I'm not sure on the. Yeah, cause some people were like trying to. Uh... Some people were saying from the beginning that they weren't going to put too much effort into leveling up uh, Sue because she leaves the party. Yeah, I didn't know that. I really liked Sue. She was really useful. And then she buggered yeah. off. <laughs> Her and Puffy? Yeah. <laughs> they're, actually uh, sho- they're actually shown again at the end, Tom. What, they, they are? Like, yeah, off, you, uh, you see- you see, there's a right at the end of the game. There's a nice little um, flash forward thing which shows you Sue all grown up, and uh, then you see Justin and Fina's children arrive on a boat, and they're all really fugly. Oh, that was the screenshot that that um, that Eric sent. <laughs> I was wondering what that was. She looked like a clown. I know. <laughs> she looks like she's been hit in the face with a frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it just kind of, it all falls it's, flat. And it it's does. a real shame because the start of the game was so strong, like Eric said, and it's it's just disappointing. I just found that the, the scalability um, needed a lot of attention. Just stuff like, um, weird stuff where it, was, it took a long time to level up. Um, you never had in the first half of the game very much in terms of your max HP versus how much enemies could hit you for and like stuff that would be really um, like it was like two, like like it was 500 gold or something for a healing potion, but it would take ages to get that. Yeah. I never had enough (laughs) money to buy any items because the weapons and the armor were so expensive that you couldn't (laughs) afford to. And then you never had any space in your items anywhere to buy any of this stuff. So no, exactly. So it's a, uh, it's a game that overall I would say I quite enjoyed, but it has severe limitations which hinder that enjoyment throughout. It could have been a lot better than it was. I think yeah. for its time, it's a decent RPG, but there's so many d- design decisions throughout, narrative-wise and gameplay-wise, which kind of really hinder it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really gutted about that. I thought I really felt like it was going to be a lot better than it was. It wasn't, it definitely wasn't bad. Uh, like the first up to the, um, tower of doom that I played, like I was definitely enjoying myself, but there were times where I was met with met with intense frustration. And I always just kind of put it down to game design of 
of of of uh the 90s really but um the the dungeons also i i always felt like i was at risk of um losing a lot of progress because um you can recover at save points and you're never really sure how far away you are from a save point because your perspective in the in the dungeons is very limited like your field of view and you can get lost. I don't know how... Did you guys get super lost in the dungeon sometimes? Because yeah, we, it all looks the same. Of, yeah, yeah, we talked about this on the the first episode, I think. I said the okay. dungeon design is really uninspired and kind of very bland. It and is. Well, they would has, occasionally have those little pillars that you could click on that would give you an overview, but it would spin the map around like seven times <laughs> yes, before it would yes. show you. Like, why not just pull it straight up so I can get my bearings? <laughs> And also, yeah. that didn't really show you anything useful most of the time. It was yeah. just kind of... No, it just would show you the uh, yeah. few pathways, maybe, but nothing much. I think it would sometimes highlight items, maybe, if there was gold or whatever to find, mm. but... And Tom, know, this man. one also has the world's, world's most useless compass, which See, makes that more compass, sense. I paid attention to a little bit more at the end, and it did really actually start to work. Right, did you guys talk about the compass in the first show? Yes, yeah. we did, because it, it did my head in, because it never pointed anywhere, I, and it just spinning around. I had no around. idea how to use it. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a hint at the beginning, you know, very beginning of the game, it was like, uh, it, it taught you how to use it. I, I, it would, like, spin faster when you were near where you needed to be or something, but I I couldn't get my head around it. Something so basic. That's as a not how a compass works. I can't even works. remember seeing that. <laughs> What did you say, Mike? That's not how a compass works. <laughs> you don't choose a destination, it just starts so, spinning. <laughs> I will tell you one thing, though, Dan. I've jumped into Grandia 2 after this just to check it out, and the compass in that one is awesome. You can actually set waypoints on it, so you can press the Y button, and it'll click through when you're in town. It'll say, here's how you get to the inn, the armor store, or... Um, when you're in a dungeon, you can just click it and it'll give you forward or backward. Like you forward is here's how you progress through back is here's how you get out. Grandia 2 looks like kind of it's more 3D models and stuff, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's, 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 it was a it was a Dreamcast slash PS2 game. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was really, really good. Uh, I'm about an hour and a half into it. Um, I liked Grandia 2. That's another one I another yeah, one that I, mean, I don't I think I played. Much. Grandia one enough overall that I quite like to check out Grandia two. I bought the collection on the Switch, oh, yeah. so that I may as well check it out. It's oh, not yeah, as you... slow of a start. Like you are right into the shit at the beginning. Yeah, you have to go to a church, I think, at the beginning. Quite yeah, that's what you've I got, like a, from you've my got an arrogant talking eagle named Sky, who's yes. just kind of a jackass. <laughs> so I like it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a boiled owl and a boiled and a angry eagle. <laughs> Oh god but yeah, but overall overall i'm giving it a slight pip i'm not going to go the full pip pips that's it's, cool it's okay um I, i'm really I, you know kind of better if we'd played final fantasy 10 or lost odyssey but you know to yeah, tom's point though like moving forward i'm going to be a little <laughs> bit more cautious of games that i have extreme nostalgia for but didn't finish me it's too. like, well, why didn't I finish this? And yeah, now I, I realize about that. Now I realize why. But yeah, the the series itself is, you know, it's still quite storied. Um, I mean, it, it carried on. It's it's got apparently there's a Japanese only game called Grandia Digital Museum, which yeah branches off of of this one. Um, it's not a sequel. 
really, but it's a bonus disc using the same engine as the Saturn version. It only has four dungeons. Uh, and you, Justin, Fina, Sue, and I, th- yeah, Justin, Fina, and Sue are brought back into the, the museum that has been constructed to kind of memorialize their adventure. And some of the artifacts have gone missing. So you have to go out and explore these dungeons in order to recover artifacts from the original game. Um, and I think this museum was created by Lietti. So it unlocks storyboards and, and different radio dramas and you can cross bridge your Saturn saves with it. So it's, it's kind of a neat little DLC version before DLC was really a thing. Yeah. There was a Grandia three as well on the PS2, which, uh, uh, never came out in Europe. Not sure if it's, uh, not sure how well received it was. I didn't realize that the Saturn version was the first version of the game. Me neither. Yeah, the the PlayStation version actually was second. Um, oh, but it was only in Japan, the Saturn version. Correct. And it was two years later? Yeah, wow. And even in that little two-year gap, they're like, eh, it hasn't aged particularly well. I... I yeah, I do think one of the reasons that Grandia probably didn't do so hot in the UK was it came out around the same time as Final Fantasy IX. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, like, that's difficult. Yeah, same with... Final uh, Fantasy IX is so much more polished as well. Yeah, it was It was also the reason for uh, less than popular uh, commercial success for The Legend of Dragoon also came out around <laughs> uh, which is a fantastic JRPG on the PlayStation 1 um, no. four discs four disc epic where you play as Dart that was the original boredom simulator <laughs> such strong words oh my god I've just checked uh, Grandia 3 got uh, about 7.5 out of 10 for most reviewers so it doesn't seem too bad yeah yeah. It was praised played, for its some, innovative battle system, apparently. I've played some good 7.5 uh, JRPGs. Lega, Wait. Was it Legaia 2? Yeah, Legaia 2. Legaia 2, yeah. Tom, did you, did you say Grandia 3 was Legaia, only Japan? guys! What did you say, Eric? <laughs> didn't you just previously say that uh, Grandia 3 was Japan only? Because I thought for sure that uh, was... No, North America and Japan, just not Europe. Got it. Because I remember when I, I was interested in buying it, uh, but I was in... Uh, in the UK. Uh, the PC release of Grandia HD remaster last October, um, I was reading a little bit about that and it actually remastered the PlayStation version, but combined it with details and effects from the Saturn version, which was used to create what is considered to be the definitive version of the game. So it has enhanced UI sprite and texture details. Um, visually enhanced cinematics, widescreen support, and customizable resolutions. So, as well as Japanese and English audio. I don't know if that was what was ultimately ported over to the Switch and, and consoles, but um, it's kind of a neat awesome. little mesh of the, the PlayStation and Saturn. Guys, we have to talk about how shit the voice acting is in the second half of this game as well. It was That's atrocious. Great. Oh my god. If I honestly, I I said it to, in the WhatsApp chat earlier in the week. I would like to give a special shout out to Mullen and his voice actor because my god, he was shit. Everybody <laughs> was. 
No, but he was like the Why tip was of the he iceberg. So bad? He was just so wooden, and then he, he would be doing like a really big emotional speech, and then it would be about Lean, who he's meant to be in love with, and then he'd just go, he'd like say something stupid, and then he'd just go, Lean! <laughs> 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 like, it reminded me of Devil May Cry in the whole um, filling your dark soul with light or whatever it was. Filling your dark soul with light! <laughs> Oh, I was dear. just, I was just cringing. I was like, "Oh no, it's so bad." Usually, I give like JRPGs a bit of benefit of the doubt, but he was something else. Him, like. <laughs> but again, oh, we t- we touched on this on the first episode as well, Tom. Um, the voice acting is bizarre because it's so few and far between that you kind of forget it's there, and it just randomly yeah. pops up after about six hours. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it does actually just pop up in the most random places. But I prefer that to um, like other some other games more recently, like Nino Kuni, for example, where they'll have full-on voice acting for like the first five hours, and they're just fucking go and then sixty and then hours of nothing. Yeah, like yeah, I, I, I forgot about that in. until I replayed it recently. Ran it's out of our shame. budget. Yeah, I wanted more drippy. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, like drippy. as soon as drippy stopped talking, I was like, ah, oh. uninstall. Like. I want more Welsh in my life. <laughs> right, Mike, right, what yeah. did you think of Grandia? You're very quiet. I didn't play it. That's why I'm quiet. <laughs> ah, that's the easy <laughs> only boy. <laughs> Way to call him out. Oh, I told you last episode I didn't play it. I thought maybe you would have started. We gave you three more weeks. Like I was going to just crack on and... Oh, I heard you two like, giving it phrases. Oh, yeah, I really wanted to crack on with it. <laughs> Dan, what was your final hour count with it? Uh, 22 minutes 24 no bullshit whoa seriously I think I put more than that in and I didn't get close to finishing hang on go get me switch I think I capped out at 42 I'm doing something wrong (laughs) yeah I I I finished out at 42 how does he do it I bet he used a guide Mm. that's what I bet let's wait for it riveting material right here he heard everything anyway. Yeah, his headphones are louder than my PC speakers. <laughs> I've turned them down. Shut up. <laughs> this is thrilling. Oh, Can't wait. Let's see. 29 hours. Bullshit. Good Can God. It? Where is it? Can you see it? I, 29 yeah. hours. Wow. He used a guide. How? He used How? a guide. How? Guide. I don't know what you people do. I really don't. We enjoy we the game. We try. What, what by, sta- by just standing in place for a few hours or what? I just keep walking into the wall hoping a door will materialize. <laughs> Maybe if I do this 2013 times, it'll break the code and a door will pop up. I'll go straight to the end. Speed run. <laughs> So, yeah, that's our summer I RPG. Thought that, I thought that um, took me a while. Fucking hell, Dan. As much as I <laughs> loved it, I am glad this game is behind me. Yeah, I was getting a bit tired. I was struggling a lot. Are you, are you going to finish it out, Tom, or are you just going to phone it in? I got pretty far, like, to be fair. I put, like, a good 26 hours in. So I probably just keep chipping away at it. Yeah. But I won't, yeah, well, I won't feel the stress IGN in their uh, 2000 
review ranked Grandia's 17th on its list of top 25 PlayStation games of all time, calling it Game Arts Magnum Opus. And they yeah, said, they, uh, anything else. You know, they, they found the game's music to be good, <laughs> uh, overly simplistic tones and themes to be a turnoff for yet or for some yet adding you'd be selling yourself or and the game short if you did not push through and see the game to conclusion. Disagree. Um, the first half was better. Yeah, I agree. Mm. So. Uh, that's it. That's yeah. it. We're done. That's it. Some RPG out of the way. RPG. Hopefully I'm next year they will listen to me and play something decent. Uh, no. Final Fantasy X next year. Thank you, Mike. I'm up for that. <laughs> All right. Should we go on to comments, questions? You want to find us at facebook.com slash group slash factory seal podcast. Who wants to handle this? Mike, you haven't talked I haven't much. spoken for a while. Yeah, I'll go. <laughs> uh, right, so the first one is the question that I told him to put in again for this week. So Dalton, sexiest voice on the internet, Sutor. Uh, so I've heard Legend of Heroes, Trails in the Sky is a great spiritual successor to Grandia. So Eric, after playing both of them, would you deem that true? Mm, no. Okay. And then he's put also <laughs> Marry, Date, Fuck, Kill, JRPG Series Edition, Star Ocean, Grandia, Dragon Crest, Ease. Mm, marry, Date, Fuck, I, Kill. All right. I will. I've not played any of these. So. Uh, Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII. Final that's Fantasy not an op- I, I know you struggle with reading, but that's not on there. And also, you, no, you're going to marry Date, say, fuck, and kill Fantasy. You have to make your own. That's what he's chosen for himself. No, he didn't. He's giving you the four options. I disagree. Yeah, that's how it works, Dan. You, you give him the options, you have to marry Date, fuck, kill one of them. Much mm-hmm. to uh, Zach's chagrin, I'm going to kill Ease because I have no affinity for that. Um, I would. I don't know. This is tough. What are the options? Star Ocean, Grandia, Dragon Quest, Ease. I think I would probably marry Star Ocean, date Dragon Quest, do Grandia, kill Ease. I've already played Grandia. <laughs> well, played Star Ocean. You need to play. You need Star Ocean in your life. I've played Star Ocean the last hope. Oh, so you have played Star Ocean? Well, one of them. <laughs> Liar. All I re- all I remember about it was there was a really annoying little girl character. Mm. Riveting conversation. Shall we move on? <laughs> okay next question is from stephanie i wish i had gameplay i'll pull my teeth back in i wish i had gameplay questions but i couldn't get past the ship the game is charming i admit i was interested in the story but rpgs just aren't my jam try as i might i really want to enjoy these kinds of games but find my add and impatience kicking into high gear are there any that move along at a quicker pace than Grandia that you might suggest I try? No, RPGs by nature are a slow burn. Um, I what, don't a like faster paced RPG? I mean, Final Fantasies usually kick it into no, a gear pretty quickly. They do not. Some do. I mean, yes, seven. They, Final Fantasy seven, seven literally movie. starts with them bombing the Mirko reactor. What yeah, more do you want? Eight starts with you, like, 
hanging around in a school. <laughs> yeah, but you go on a mission to kill a bunch of civilians real soon. Yeah, true. Nine, nine has starts you wondering, with you kidnapping a princess. Nine, well, technically, nine starts with you wandering around a market as a wizard. And no one should play ten because it's shit. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think about different... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the RPG guy, so... I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I don't think no, something no. like Chrono Trigger would hook you Final Fantasy VI is, is, is put you straight into... I would uh, say maybe go more towards the action RPG stuff like Rogue, uh, Rogue Galaxy. Dark I'm sure Tom will uh, recommend Kingdom Hearts. Oh, for you. I, no, I actually would. My real answer would be Final Fantasy VI because that's very fast-paced. Actually, you you can fly through the first hour of that game in five minutes. Yeah, and you can. Don't forget, if you get the remastered versions of Final Fantasies, you can cheat like Mike and speed them up. Yeah, see, good point. Go. Good point. Cody Halverson, if you had to replace COVID with a pandemic from a video game, what would you pick? Mm. He's put, for example, the T virus or the fungus from Last of Us, Rat Play from Dishonored, etc. All of those are horrid choices. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Know. I'm trying to think what. What was the virus in Resident Evil Six? I think it was the C virus, and that turns a guy in on that into like a T-Rex at the end. So that's cool. I want to be a T-Rex, even if it is a horrific one that needs to be killed in a bioweapon. Uh, how about... Hmm. I don't know. That's how I don't like I don't want to see blood plague from Bloodborne because that looks fun. You get to turn into a monster and stuff. You can turn into Father Gascon. How about the Blight from Dragon Age? I can't even remember what that is. What was the one from Mass Effect? Wasn't that a, a disease? Oh, uh, the... The, the uh, genophage. Yeah. Isn't that what it's called? The genophage, which uh, makes the Krogan sterilized. See, there you go. Not all plays. It's not from a video Krogan game. It's from a video game movie. But um, what's the... Uh, what's the thing that they're suffering from in Final Fantasy Advent Children? Oh, the uh, geostigma. Geostigma. Geostigma, yeah, because... As it look, because Cloud suffers from it, and all it seems to do with him is hurt his arm a little bit. So, and he gets some sweet you know. colored eyes. He gets all the ladies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, he I got all the ladies before. before I'm here and there. So there you mm. go. Uh, James Hall probably asked before, but what old game franchise would you wish get a new release that hasn't in a long time? Not remakes, more like a sequel or a spin-off. Lufia. I need a new Lufia game. Or. Uh, Rogue. I'd quite like a siphon filter game. I was going to say siphon filler <laughs> with you there, Tom. Time splitters. Yeah, time splitters would be good too. <laughs> Mega Man. We need another Mega Man game. Oh, God. Oh, God dude. <laughs> Until like recently, I would have said Streets of Rage, but there's just one came out. So. Yeah, and that is excellent. So. Yeah. Bring, um, hashtag bring back Croc. That's what I say. I'm telling you, man, if you, put it on the docket, you're not going to enjoy it. And neither will us. Yeah, so true. I'll enjoy it, you won't. Tank controls, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Mike, did you delete the emails that I put in here? What? I put some emails in here from recent emails, and you deleted them. Oh, that. I, I thought it was from last week. We're all about inbox zero over here. Shut up. Yeah, I thought you were about... <laughs> yeah, I thought you, they were from last week. Anyway, you can find that while I'm I reading can't, others. I though, because... Oh, Jesus. All right. Well, okay. just undo. Undo. <laughs> Continue. Um, 
Hesley Haddie, hey guys, number one. What game did you sink a lot of hours into, even though you know it sucks slash isn't fun? Kingdom God, Hearts. People do that? <laughs> people do spirit, <laughs> spirit tracks for Eric. Spirit tracks. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3 for me. I just kept cracking on and cracking on, and I just wasn't enjoying myself. <laughs> hmm. Kingdom Hearts. I honestly can't you think did, of one. You I didn't sink a load games. of hours into that, Tom. <laughs> Sorry, Don't give me that. You didn't put a load of hours into that. Don't give us that shit. Hey, I put a solid nine, and that, that was way too much. <laughs> I mean, you put more hours into it than I did with Grandia, but still. <laughs> <laughs> I try to. Th- I, I don't no- know if there is a game I've put in loads of hours that I didn't like. I, I, if I'm not enjoying it, I just won't. I won't. There's, there's too many other good games to play than to keep going with something that you don't like. Teach me we your play ways. play games for fun, guys. All right? I don't know if you've realized this. No. I'm if you're not, just, oh, if you're not enjoying I've, I've yourself... Got one, I've got one, Eric. Dot hack infection. Oh! Okay. <laughs> yeah, show games is different, actually, to be fair. Sorry, Santos. Put way too much time into that. Didn't enjoy it. Zone of, zone of the Endors as well. Didn't like that. Yeah, we didn't put that didn't much put, time into it. It wasn't that long, though. But we got the crotch of Jehudi out of that, so... <laughs> we did. It's the mark of um, the mark of Cree. That was terrible. <laughs> Eternal darkness was terrible. Oh, I oh, thought yeah. like, didn't God, two minutes ago like I don't care. I enjoy all games. Kingdom Hearts is so bad. <laughs> I, I don't think I have the time to construct the hazmat suit necessary that I would need to walk through that fucking world again. <laughs> Don't think oh, yeah. makes Kingdom Hearts, lads. <laughs> so, Tom, when you eventually play Ghost of Tsushima, at the very beginning when you get your horse, you get, it gives you a choice of three names. Like, So, obviously, you will always refer to it by name. And one of them is Sora. I can't wait for you to name it Sora. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Fuck it, I'll do it. Yeah, because that's what I chose. Because, like, oh, Sora, yeah, it's like Kingdom Hearts. Mm. Uh, not that I'm necessarily a fan of Kingdom Hearts these days, but hey-ho. Uh, Hesley had a second question. I just and was done with it. Favorite type of sandwich that you can make yourself? Peanut butter jelly. Um, tuna and mayo. Bacon. Just oh, bacon is probably up there. Bacon between but some. Br- I like BLTs. I'm a big fan no. of BLTs. So what you, what you want to do is you want to get uh, some chicken and you want to put some bacon on top of it. You want a bit of mayo and a little bit of black pepper. Lovely. And you call that a Delightful. bacon sandwich? No, I call that a chicken and bacon sandwich. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Pretty a decent amount of mayo for that one. It might be a bit dry. Mm. I've you, been rocking the fish finger sandwich these past couple of weeks. Fish finger sandwiches are king. Fish are BLTs sandwich, a thing yeah. over there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I like what about, it, crisp, fish? What about a crisp sandwich, lads? Bread with oh, chips sugar, in yeah. it? Sugar puff sandwich. I, I like a fish, like the fish and, uh, chips from a fish and chip shop in a sandwich. Chip butty. Yeah, chip butty. Yeah. A chip oh, butty. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's a th- that's a thing. That's a thing over here. You get like, yeah, you get you a bit of bread with your fish and chips. You, you'll get one next year, Eric. Mm. Will I? Yeah, they're really good. I promise you. Okay, I am. Uh, you are totally going to a fish and chip shop and Greg's when you're here next time. I went to a fish and chip <laughs> shop and it was nothing compared to the fish and chips we have here. Because you uh, guys no, don't. We took you to no, a fish and chip restaurant. That's different. Fish, which yeah, instantly we, we, makes it worse. You went to a fish and chip restaurant. That's very different to a fish and chip shop. There is a perfect fish and chip shop right near us that I want you to try to get the proper experience. Okay. Right. Yeah, so to be you have fair, to come to Sheffield, I'm afraid. Yeah. 
<laughs> Sarah Irvin. Dirty ones. Yeah. <clears throat> a co-worker of mine recently confessed to me that he never play, he's never played an RPG as he was always kind of intimidated by them. He asked me to recommend a title to start with, and after a few days of agonizing over it, I finally told him to go with my favorite game ever, Mario RPG. I'm curious, what would you guys have said? Is there a better introduction to the genre out there? Uh... This is an easy answer and typical for us, but Final Fantasy VII, to be honest, because like, <laughs> that's what got a lot of people... It. Yeah, but that's what got a lot of people who'd never played RPGs, me and Dan included. Um, um. It, you know, it got us into kind of... RPGs and it's not you can basically put any character anywhere you want you're not stuck with um, job system or anything like that it's just very easy to go to I don't know I think Mario RPG is a good entry point because everybody knows how to play Mario everybody is familiar with the Mario universe so it's a good transition not retro but Nino Kuni that'd be a good entry point because it always tells you where to go next uh so I don't know though. Nino Cooney's a bit um, long in the tooth at the beginning though. It, you hush your it, mouth, Tyson. It is, I suppose. Yeah. Did you like Tom, Nino Cooney, not, Mike? Don't be agreeing. What well, played of it? Yeah, I, I started it on PS3. I should probably get it for Switch at some point when it's on offer. And Damn right. I'll wait should. for it. I'll wait for it on Nintendo Plus. <laughs> something like something like Dark Cloud's pretty good as well because you get the whole town building mechanic, which is super cool. Yeah, that's starting to drift away from RPG, though, and more into just action game. You show your fears. Okay. <laughs> uh, Phil Garside, this wasn't on the questions thread, but I wanted to put this in anyway. This game brings out some tough memories for me. When I was little, I used to get bullied really badly. Kids are just kids, of course, but they have an uncanny knack of quickly identifying a most embarrassing physical defect. In my case, I had really deformed ears. As the years passed by, I saved some money in order to fix the issue, but I could only afford one to be sorted. My left ear is still somewhat cabbage-shaped, but my right ear, well, my right ear is now my grand ear. <laughs> I, love, I love you, Phil. Don't listen to Peterson. <laughs> I was wondering where that was going. <laughs> Man after my own heart, Phil. Yes, I was going to say, we've got uh, another, another Tyson here. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere. Does someone else want to read out the Instagram and the emails, or do you want me to crack on? Go on! Okay, Instagram, Chad Schaefer. Hey, FS crew, the summer games done quick have been happening the last two weeks. I was wondering if you guys like, like watching speedruns. If you do, what are some of your favorite runs to watch? Mega Man. Uh, I do actually. They're quite fascinating. I really like watching um, the original uh, Mario Brothers on NES because those guys are incredible <laughs> at that game. I like watching um, RPG speedruns because it's just fascinating to me how you can break a game that's like 40 yes. hours and beat it in two. Yes, definitely. Uh, just ask Dan. I wouldn't um, say I, w- I religiously watch them, but like ocarina of time ones are amazing i've seen somebody do that before where you kind of you have to run link into the wall and then somehow it makes them jump backwards loads of times then you can jump through all the geometry of the levels and skip about 20 percent of the game it's just crazy yeah it's wild isn't it i i this is not a speed run but i've watched people do uh blind runs through games as well so i saw a guy play ocarina of time from beginning to end 
uh, with a blindfold on. Jesus. Um, and it's all to do with like he has a he's memorized like the button combinations it, it's how ridiculous how many times must he have yeah. played that game wow. yeah right it, it, it's 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 incredible like he has a whole manual as well on how to do it um and yeah, he mike's has like no yep. good, mike's no good at blindfolded mario he forgets which buttons <laughs> 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 you can't get past first goomba uh i think you have audio cues as well to help you it's it's so fascinating but also just batshit mental <laughs> That is crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. It's like these people uh, have Dark like Souls with a drum kit and Guitar Hero controllers and stuff. It's like, how without is this being possible? Hit. Yeah, somebody, it, I mean, beats, somebody beats Sekiro without being hit. Yes. What? Jesus. It's pretty easy, There's I guess. A, I, I'm not really into watching people, like, I enjoy watching my friends play games when I'm in the rumors and stuff, but I'm just not, I don't watch streams or anything that much very often like the only exception to that i don't really watch them anymore just because i don't have time to was game grumps and that was more kind of for the comedy side of thing not necessarily than playing the game so it's not something i've ever kind of dipped my toe into but i am Mm. always intrigued about hearing how people you know mess with the game and find little ways around stuff like you were saying about messing with the geometry and everything before is is quite interesting to to hear about but i don't really watch it myself personally yeah. And then finally, we have an email, according to Eric, that apparently I deleted. Sorry, everyone. Uh, from uh, Mike Davis. Last podcast, you asked to hear from some of your longtime listeners. I've been listening to the podcast since episode two, where Manatank said you were a thing. Been listening ever since. Always a good time, and the long-form podcast helps me get through my 11-hour shifts of work. Only recently joined the Facebook group at the last Straddle contest, Fire Truck Photo, and have only good uh, and have only good interactions. Great community and a great podcast. Hope it keeps going for a long time to come. Question for the cast: Favorite GBA title? Always been a fan of Warrior Land Four. Keep up the good work. God, the GBA is such a cool little console. There's so many little hidden gems on there. Yeah. My favorite uh, Zelda games on there. Minish Cap, yeah. uh, Minish Golden Cap. Sun titles. Oh, Minish Cap's um, so good. I just started playing through Mega Man and Base for the first time. Um, Advance Wars was always a good fun. Advance Wars good was fun great. Time. The Castlevania games are really good. Final Fantasy really Tactics like f- Advance. I like the Final yes. Fantasy VI Advance version. I think it's a really oh, that's good the best. Yeah, that's four, five, version. and six are all really good. But Minish Cap, yeah, for sure. I think if I had to single out like a, a best GBA game, I love Minish Cap. Yeah. I love Minish Cap a lot, too. I used to really enjoy Minish Tony Cap, Hawk's Mike? on it back in the day. <laughs> yeah, Tony Hawk's is actually good, too. You it? know what else is good? Uh, NHL hits on the GBA. Yeah, that's also pretty really decent. Good. The Fire Emblem games, Yoshi's Island is on there. The, mm. uh, the Super Mario, Mario 1, 2, and 3 ports are really good. Harvest Moon. Did you guys um, know you the played Tony Mario Hawks World 5 Madden comes out in like three days? Uh, Tony Hawk's remastered. Yeah. I, I was going to bring it up, actually. Yep, Thursday. Do you think you guys will buy it? Oh, yeah. I was reading about it, trying to figure out, like, is this a remaster? Is it a remake? And it's this weird mesh where they've completely rebuilt the game yeah. using the original game code. So it plays the exact same as it did in the 90s. It just looks better. Like, I'm completely yeah, like cool Crush Bandicoot that. treatment. So cool. Yeah, but they've incorporated you can, the stuff from three. Yeah, but it's still oh, the original well, Apparently, game you code. can literally go into the options at any time and change your control scheme. So if you want the uh, Tony Hawk's four moves or the three moves or the two moves or the one moves, if you don't want the revert or anything like that that was added later on, you can literally change it to the Tony Hawk's one. I was watching a trailer that, that did a, a, a side-by-side or a, they would show you 
launching off of the beginning of the school level in the old graphics and then how it flipped into the new graphics. It just looks so cool. It's going to be such a, nice. a nostalgia trip. Nice. I'm ready for it. I think that's all we got for emails, guys. <sighs> that's it. On to our next Grandiose. game. That's that's Grandia. Uh, coming up, let me see. Let me get the let me get the 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 thing open. The planner, the planner thing. We've got uh, we plan things uh, coming up. Are we going to do a show next week? Or are we going to try to push through our next game in a week, or to get back on our normal schedule, or not? I would like to get back on the normal schedule. Whether that happens this coming week or not, I don't mind. I'm fine it's, with that. It's Parasite Eve. But it's up to you guys. I've, I've already I've already played the game, so it's up to you guys. If you guys can think you can do it in a week, we'll do it. If we can't, we'll do it. We'll, it's we'll between do it nine and eleven hours. I finished it in nine. I'm pretty sure I'll manage. I'll be able to get it done. <laughs> but this was Tom's uh, choice. I don't want to short sell him on his own choice. Yeah. Well, technically, it's Tom's choice, but through me, because <laughs> Tom choice? went to play the second one, and oh, I said, yeah, "Can we play yeah. the first one?" Yeah. It's a it's um, a really cinematic, engaging game. Tom, you should be able to burn through it. Okay. Uh, then let's do it next week. We'll shoot for it. But yeah, uh, Parasite Eve coming up, followed by Return to Castle Wolfenstein and Ape Escape, and then on to Metal Gear Solid Three. I'm looking forward dun, to replaying dun, that. Dun. I haven't played it for years. Yeah, me too. I'm just yeah, debating whether to play it on PS3 or Vita. I'm going to play it on the 3DS. I'm playing on Vita. I want to play it. Because I have it on both. We've I got a really, really, I was looking at this before. I'm, I, I'm liking the tail end of our year here. We've got some good games lined up. I'm looking forward to them. I'm looking forward to playing the original Resident Evil, like or the remake rather. Yes, I don't. Is that we're definitely doing remake? Oh yeah, two thousand two. Sweet. Yeah, I haven't played that in. Well, I played it a year or two ago, but I played Chris's campaign, so I'm going to play Jill's this time. Oh, okay. Which is the easier one as well, so that's good. Yeah. So, which is the easier one, Jill? Okay. She gets a lot of help from Barry in various places, and she also has more pockets. That's, she has two more pockets, in fact. That is sexist. Why should hers be easier? <laughs> Normally, it'd be the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always carrying shit for Catherine. <laughs> See, I'm the opposite. Hazel always has a bag, so I'm like, here, take my keys. Thanks, bye. This episode of Factory Sealed is brought to you by our wonderful Patreon sponsors with an extra special thank you to Zach Foley, Santos Lopez, Samuel Chun, Jeremy Lucas, Sarah Irvine, Miles Prower, Shannon McIntosh, Chad Schaefer, Jordan Lawfrey, Stephanie, Thomas McGrew, Richard Cutras, Nicholas Bradley, Phil Gartside, Jason McGill, Wes Rainey, Peabody, Sholto, Drew Barlow, and Jonathan.